Hello, this podcast is with Sleepy Saint. If you're from the Altoona, Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania area, I'm sure you may know of this dude, a local hip-hop artist, really cool guy. This dude's got a lot of talent, and he's a lot of fun to talk to. And he's he's a wealth of, you know, information on hip-hop, and just his love and passion for it is awesome. And it comes through him, and it comes through his music. If you've never heard his album, The Dash, just look up Sleepy Saint on Facebook, uh, his website. It's all there. It's all in the bio, so check that out. This is a great one with my buddy DP, because DP and Sleepy Saint go way back. I just, for the first time, ever met him. We've been trying to get this thing together for a long time, and first time uh, we meet face-to-face on this one. And uh, he's a good dude, so enjoy. Sleepy Saint, Rob Z Radio. This is Rob Z Radio. Check, check, check. Mike, check. One, two, three, yeah, like four. Got some beer holders and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to the Z-Dome. Gentlemen. <laughs> Rob. Uh, first time yes. ever. We're not. This isn't the first time. Second time we've had three guests. We got a brand new setup in here and uh, a podcast that's been it's been happening for a long time. It yeah. never actually happened. Sleepy Saints in the house. Yes, he is. Is what that how sleep? you would like to be introduced, sir? Yeah. Uh, oh, I did switch it up to I am sleep. But Wh- whatever I'm you still want. Sli- I'm still sleepy. <laughs> What's going on, man? Thanks for being here. Oh, uh, you know, same old, same old. This is super exciting. Yeah. I- I'm pumped up about this because uh, DP. You know, we, we haven't been Rob. we haven't been podcasting as much lately. I know I've been on your case about it. He's been on my case hardcore about the whole thing. I knew you'd be hilarious to have on here because the Snapchats, you know, anything yeah. I see that you're doing, <laughs> like I'm always I'm always cracking up about. And plus, the music is off the charts, man. Thank you. So Thank we got to get into all that, and you know, some yeah. pro wrestling, of course, as well. Oh man! First things first, sleep. First thing first things first, <laughs> professional wrestling. What uh? What do you think about the Z Dome here? Our humble Zito. abode. This is uh, DP's. This mic's hot. He's hot. Am I? He's coming in hot. God. It's the spit guard. I took the spit guard down, so <laughs> it's just all me unfiltered. It's all so DP. Hot right now. Oh, it's fire. But um, the Z Dome, it is. It is nice. It's a nice little spot you got here. Thank uh, you very much. It's like a little cave. Built it with my bare hands. Yep. It's basically just more my like basement the, with a wall up. So, but that's the idea. <laughs> I think it should be more the Z Cave. You the Z cave. The Z cave. I was trying to think like every you know every podcast host should have a title or like a name for his fans like a nickname. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of the zebras, like my yeah. zebras. Hella dumb. Yep, I know. That's yeah. why I liked it so much. <laughs> Hella dumb, Rob. That's exactly why I was like, what's the stupidest name I could think of? The zebras. Yeah, you nailed it. All You're my bras out there. You know, limited with the Z, the letter Z. Yeah, I there's, have to. There's not too many things you can name I, yeah. with the Z, right? What about Generation Z? No, that's is that no. a thing? Is that an actual thing? That seems like yeah, that's too millennial for me. I can't use that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, maybe for you it might work. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, no, let's go back to zebras. I'm right. I'm zebras is it, dude? I'm never changing it. Are you zebras? Are you zebras out there? All you zebras out there, what's up? Do you have a name for your fans? Like, did you ever do that? Um, yeah, actually, I. Well, I mean, I never really use it too much because you know it's kind of. I don't know how many people actually are fans, but. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call them sleepyheads. Yeah, it would have to be hmm. sleepyheads, right? Right. That's yeah, the sleepyheads. I like that. Yeah. So I would call people like at shows, bigger shows. I'd be like, "What's up, all you sleepyheads?" How long and, have you uh, been rapping for? Um, I've been rapping since I was fourteen, but uh, I didn't really start taking it serious until I want to say about twenty one, twenty two. Okay. So about two thousand twelve, I was really started pursuing it. Because every kid since, you know, since I was a kid, like when I first heard Doggy Style, it was like, well, I want to yeah. be a rapper. That would be awesome. I mean, I never, 
approached it in any way, shape, or form, except in my own mind yeah. and like in my bedroom. But like, yeah, how do you go from? I always wondered that as a, you know, because uh, there's a lot of people in our area who do it and don't stick with it. Like it seems mm-hmm. to be something you do for a couple of years, kind of back off. And how did you keep going? Like, how did you first get into it? What what album was it? It's actually ironic you said Doggy Style because that was like the first cassette tape. Was it really? I listened to a cassette tape. Nice. Yeah, I mean, my sister. I have two older sisters, so they're seven, eleven years older than me. So when they were <clears throat> when they were like teenagers and whatnot. I was growing up, like, I would steal their stuff. Yeah. And they were into hip-hop. It was just it was just growing at that point because yeah. you had Doggy Style, Tupac was big. Like, mid to late 90s, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's how I really got into it. And I, I remember, you know, rapping, trying to rap their songs when I was real young, like seven or eight. And having no idea what the words meant. Oh, my God, not at all. Do you remember Doggy Style? Because I, 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 I stole it from my – one of my good friend's brother had it because he was older. And I tried to, like – I could never figure out what they were talking about. It took me years. I had no clue. Was, West Coast slang. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that, that drew people in was the uh like the bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay. That brought younger crowds, you know. You could you could repeat that and it became fun to do that and then you wanted to listen to the rest of it. Yeah. But uh back to your question, just uh staying with it, that is one of the hardest things I think any artist goes through is sticking with it because in in your uptimes uh, you got to remember, you know, that it's going to go down. Right. And how you react whenever, you know, no one's sharing your stuff, no one's listening or whatever, how you react in those times is, is really what keeps you in it. Because a lot of people are just like, ah, it, I'm going to give up. You know, there was times where I was like, you know, I'm done. And someone would be like, you can't be done. You know, it, it would somebody somewhere would say something to me and it would drive me to be like, you're right. You're right. This is the like what I want to do. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that sort of thing. But yeah, it's got to be difficult, man, especially in a small town. It's got to be difficult because like I, I, we were talking to when I was talking to Visa in here, that was a while ago. I was saying like, how do you keep going? You know, or where, where do you go or how do you get to the next level? Because oh. you become like locally famous, which I, I would say you are, you know, mm. you, you're, you do local shows. Mm hmm. A lot of people know who you are, and as far as like the local rap community knows, but like, yeah, where do you go? How do you take it to the next level? Um, that's the thing. Like, uh, th- that's that's if if everybody knew that, no one would be local anymore. But yeah. how do you think you do it? Like, what, <laughs> you know what's what I mean? Your, yeah, exactly. Um, so I have, you know, I've studied the business and stuff the last two years. I've really um, buckled down into that aspect of music, not so much the music itself, but how do I project myself? How do I, you know, become bigger than, than just Altoona in the area? And um, a lot of the things is you have to use the internet to your advantage nowadays. For and sure. There's no such thing as going out and, you know, selling your bootlegs at the mall or wherever, especially in Altoona. Where the hell do you do that at? <laughs> um, but nowadays it's, it's everything. We're in the internet age. We're mm. in the internet era where everything you do is on the internet. So you got to figure out how to do marketing on the internet and how to do it right. Mm-hmm. How to not oversaturate it and annoy people because you can post a million different things all in a row and then people are going to hit that on follow button. People are going to be like, he's annoying, you know? So it, you have to find this balance, but you also have to create content to keep people in. And one of the things I, I did was I would just post a song on a website where you just look at the wave so, like, 
you know, you get on the website and you just see the the song playing with just the wave going through it, like SoundCloud. Oh, with no title or anything? Well, no, like you'd have the title and stuff. Like, oh, okay. Just like if you've been on SoundCloud before, yeah. like, oh, you yeah. know. So if you're on SoundCloud or like Bandcamp or something like that, you just watch, you basically hit play and you just watch this blank page. Right. And you just listen. Nowadays, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Like nobody even wants to do that now. So now you have visual. to. Yeah. So like you have to create a visual with it. Yeah. And that's why I did the music video and I wanted to do it right. So then now it's like people are like, wow, that's a great song. That's a new song. That new song you have, and that song's been out for two years. Right. And like nobody noticed. And it's like that's because they don't, you're not really listening. Yeah. And now you're creating a song where people are watching and they're associating the lyrics with what's going on. And it, I mean, this video, the response has been great. It honestly has. It's a cool video, dude. It shot so well. What What is the song? Give it a plug so people can find it if they haven't seen it's, it. It's uh, Champagne is a Snowflake. You can find it on YouTube.com slash I Am Sleep. And uh, it was shot by The Gray Medium, who's a local guy. Uh, he's He's been around for years trying to get uh, his start into the videographer, videography, I guess you would call it. And uh, he's invested a lot into his equipment and a lot into what he's doing so you can tell it's like super high quality yeah it looks like a I'm, I'm gonna, it looks like a video that you would see on mtv i mean not anymore because they don't really have videos anymore but you know right. just like it looked like top quality kind of stuff i was really impressed by it man it, the song itself first of all because i listened to the dash a while ago mm-hmm. you mean, that was how long ago was that that was like a, a year ago or that was in uh 2015 yeah and it's a great album, man. I mean, you're Maybe. like, it, it's really good stuff. And yeah, it's, I, I assume there's so many people rapping now. There's so many albums coming out. Even if there is something quality, mm-hmm. everybody, if they hear it's local and they know they don't know the name, it's yeah. so easy to pass on it, right? Like, it's so easy to like, that's, that's the just big, come and go. Yeah, that's the biggest problem with what's going on. It's like, nowadays, everybody is told what to listen to. Like, yeah. the internet tells you who's cool, what's hot, what to like. And we base everything off of likes and like, you know, the next, it could be just for example, not no shade at like Drake, but like if a Drake song comes out and it's not really that good, nobody really says it's not really that good. Everybody just says, ah, it's Drake. It's awesome. Uh I come out with a song that actually is better, has Uh a better meaning. It doesn't matter because, you know, I only have a hundred likes and I'm a local guy. Yeah. So like it's, it's really hard. Because in the internet, you're competing with everybody. Every, yeah, the no whole shit, world dude. Yeah, it's hip-hop. every single person. Serious. Well, but it's great because back in the day, you wouldn't have that chance at all. I mean, you have, yes. like, if you couldn't get on TV or, yes. or radio, you're screwed. And radio now, you might as well just forget about. Mm. Unless you're top 40 pop or, I mean, country. Rock's dying on radio. And in bigger cities, I, should, I shouldn't say that. Bigger cities, hip-hop and those kind of stations still yeah. thrive. But uh, in a small town, not so much. They're almost non-existent. But... As far as you know, finding that fan base and keeping people interested. At what point, you know, the, the, you shoot the music video, which mm-hmm. is super good. You, you you're putting your songs out, and you realize, yeah, you got to put it on video because that's super important too. If you mm-hmm. don't put that thing on video, I mean, SoundCloud is popular, podcasts are popular, but hip hop's more uh, geared towards a younger generation, mm-hmm. and they don't listen to things. It's mostly all visual, mm-hmm. right? It just yeah. comes in like that. So. Yeah, to to get a hold of that market and find it is is difficult, especially because your music, like you're at, you're saying something. It's not just party music. I mean, you have some cool party tracks, but yeah, I to be honest, I don't have many party tracks. But I mean, it's something that could like bump in a card. You know right. what I mean? Like there something is, you listen there to is like something that. like that where you know gets you in a good groove. But 
um, when I first started, that's that's kind of the direction I was in. I was in the party tracks and just saying whatever and anything, anything that was out that I thought was cool, I was kind of just mimicking it. And uh, eventually, I, I just I don't know what it was. I hit this this roadblock where I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be who I am, and I'm not gonna be like everybody else anymore. Right. And I just wanted to create something that was different and something that was meaningful. Like I even I don't really tell people. It's not that I'm ashamed of hip-hop, but I tell people I'm a music artist before I tell them I'm a hip-hop artist. Okay. Because, you, you know, some people, <laughs> it's it's weird. You tell some people you're a hip-hop artist and they, they give you a weird look. Well, they're it's like, just, there's so or many. They, or they're corny about it. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, you do the you do the yo, yo, yo stuff. And I'm Does like, somebody actually? <laughs> don't do that. Does somebody actually say that? Oh, yeah. An old man? How old yeah, was this guy? I mean, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like but I want kids younger kids to listen i want older people to listen and not be afraid of it yeah it's gonna take a while for the uh for like like people who maybe like who are like i'm 33 now when i'm 50 Mm -hmm. hip-hop won't be an issue anymore no but like for my dad who's like 57 you might as well just forget about it there's no chance in hell that's gonna happen but yeah it's it's hard to once the generations get older i think it'll be such a commonplace thing that won't even be looked at as see i think even different or new anymore See, like when we get to that that age, when we're, when we're older, there's gonna be a new style, and we're gonna be like, "This is stupid." Uh-huh. Like dubstep, that kind of thing. Like stuff comes out, and you're or mumble rap, mumble rap, <laughs> Dude, totally. Like mumble rap, though. Like, is I, that an actual genre? Like, that's for real. <laughs> you just call it that. I I've seen people label with that, so I <laughs> I'm gonna run with it. Um, it's trap, but it's mumble. They're mumbling. Uh-huh. What else are they freaking doing? They're not doing anything else. Yeah. So like. They mumble on on tracks and stuff, and these kids are eating it up. I mean, they love it. They love just not saying anything. Yeah, just being. It's like silly. Like like, uh, like they Migos. like being silly. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It's fun, man. Like, like Migos is so. It's so dumb to me. Yeah, but I do. We were talking about this before because it's so stupid. But like, I can't stop. I can't get mm-hmm. out of my head. Like it's awesome. I, I, I'm always one of those people who are like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then I hear a song and like, like yeah. The rest of the day, I keep repeating the chorus, and I'm like, what the heck? That's why like, it works. Yeah, That's, yeah. You but, said earlier about oversaturation and stuff, and I think a lot of rap music now is just oversaturated. Oh Anything on the God, internet is almost dude. oversaturated. Mm-hmm. But I think you're you got a different sound. Mm-hmm. Where where does that come from? Where where do you go to find it? And like where? Because I don't think you're listening to rap music and finding any inspiration. That's actually interesting, um, because you're dead on with that. I I don't listen to rap. Um, a lot of people they ask me, you know, who's did you hear this new song, this new track, that new track, this new album, and I tell them I, I don't know what you're talking about. And like people are like, oh, you don't even you're not even a fan of rap, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, I am. It's just I like what I like. And now that I'm a creator, I have no no reason to be inspired by somebody else because I tend to, if I really like something, I'll start copying it and not even on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just so good and it's so catchy that I start writing it. So I go to other outlets where like I'll listen to, I'll listen to like to, to some rock music. Um, I grew up listening to classic rock and stuff like that mixed in with the rap. I'm kind of a musical mutt. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I've always been the same way, too. I listen to all yeah. kinds of stuff. Like, in junior high, I went through, like, a pop-punk emo phase where, like, I listened to Taking Back Sunday and Brand New and all that stuff. Right. And 
to be honest, that music still holds up with me in my writing process because I can go back to one of those songs and not necessarily get words from them, but I can get an idea. Yeah, get an emotion from Yeah, them. you yeah. know, like you can get some of these emotions, especially, I mean, I'm going to straight up, Brand New is one of the bands that like, they definitely inspired me as a writer. So they're Jesse Lacey. He's an incredible writer. I mean, his, the the things he writes about and the way he goes about it, it's not, there's nothing simple about it. Uh-huh. And that's why I go back to him. Uh, there's a band Bayside that I always, I always liked them growing up. So like, I'll take concepts of those, <clears throat> some of the songs even like, oh, this is a concept about, you know, I guess I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but there's like a concept of like a broken heart or, I mean, that's like so stereotypical emo to say broken heart, but like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's like the whole genre in right, one, one right. word. Like, <laughs> but there's sad. a song, like, like there's a song it's like about, um, like the lyrics are like, look at me now. I'm on the, I'm on the tracks with my back towards the last train leaving town. Well, they sing that. But if I come up and I say, look at me now, I'm on the track with my back with the last train leaving town. Yeah. So I'll be like, whoa, just that sounds was like a dope, record. man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that was an emo lyric. That's crazy, though, because that, <laughs> I mean, that does make a lot of sense because rock music's more, it, it, it's sung instead of mm-hmm. rapped. So, yeah, the lyrics are there. I mean, there's not as many, obviously, but yeah, there's the, the number one, the lyrics, but the emotions are there and that sort of thing yeah. that... Uh, I think of like the Chili Peppers because Anthony oh, yeah. Kiedis has always sung rap mm-hmm. back and forth or, you know, maybe like Incubus. I hate saying that name because they're so like cliche. Yeah, but, but just the way they, good, yeah, you know? or 311 or somebody like that. Like that mm-hmm. just, that's, that, that, I always, I always pictured, and I guess Linkin Park is like the band that kind of hybrid and put that all together. But they like did, yeah. to, to, where did all those other bands go? Jake Overnow, I've talked about this a bunch of times. Like there should, there needs to be more of that moving forward. And there might be somewhere out there on the internet. You just, it, there's just so much music now and it's so mm-hmm. hard to find anything that you can't find it. I guess since you're saying you don't listen to hip hop really, are there new acts, new artists that you listen to? Like, is there somebody recently that you got into? Because I don't get into much new music anymore. It barely I, yeah, ever that's happens. The, that's the thing. Like, I don't really listen to, to new music. Like, I listened, the newest rap I listened to was A Tribe Called Quest. Wow. Their newest album. You, oh, okay. I thought, oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you just started. That not was, like the just first ended time. ended in 94. Right. Like, I'm done. This is it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's done there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. No, man. their newest album, I should say. And is I gave it pretty it a, good? I haven't listened to it yet. I gave it a listen through. You know, it wasn't something that I was like, every day I'm going to listen to it. No, I played it once actually laying down uh-huh. right, right before I went to bed and went through, you know, and I was like, wow, that was really like, that was incredible. It was serious. Like it was seriously, it was an incredible listening experience. Really? And that's like, that takes me back. I'm like, I am missing out on some good stuff. Like I like, you know, like that, that makes me regret not listening to a lot of stuff when yeah. you listen to it. Yeah. But at the same time, I just, I just keep doing, you know, I don't really have time to listen to it, but, um, that's the same way I am, man. I just I, I don't listen to much music anymore, and I used that's all I used to do. But like in my creative process of writing new hip hop, I don't want anyone to say that song sounds like this this other song or that song sounds like this song. So like when I create something that is, you know, someone's never heard before, like that is so satisfying to me because it, it like it, it's kind of weird sometimes because I'm like, wow, I made a song that. No one's ever heard before. Doesn't sound like anything else, and it's it's unique. Like I can't believe like I was capable of doing that. Like it, I kind of 
about to toot my own horn. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. He just, wow, man. Did you he get just, mad? What happened? He just that elbow, was scary. He just Randy Savage elbow like dropped the screen. falling apart on us. <laughs> like eating a turnbuckle. R.I.P. George Steele. Yeah. But uh, with, with uh, the creative process, like, I just, that's why I don't listen to anything. I got it. That I makes a lot of sense. Around. Yeah. But I, I found that on, on podcasts, like, really, because I listen to Joe Rogan so much. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and I, I kind of mold my way of speaking or just like what i'm talking about after that it's kind of natural just that just happens start calling everything powerful yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and talking about mct oil every three <laughs> seconds right but like you mentioned tribe called quest man like i never i really wish when i was younger i got into tribe called quest but i never did i mean i liked them but i didn't get into them until i had my son because i couldn't i mean i could listen to explicit rap if i wanted to but i don't like to really swear around them so i i i just went to tribe called quest radio on pandora mm-hmm. and I've I found so much music that I love that I would have loved like 10, 15, 20 years ago that I just didn't even really know about. Yeah. And man, one of the best rap groups of all time. Like oh, just absolutely. easily unfreaking believable. Oh, no. Every song, yeah. everything they put out was just uh, all so unique and so smooth. Like they're just there was nothing. Ever. I listened to that whole station, that whole Pandora station. Every song, sort of, the beats are all kind of the same in the same vein, like one one ten beat mm-hmm. per minute, and uh, real good flow. Like every song is real smooth. Uh, but there's, there's just something that's missing from hip hop with with all of that. At least I, at least I don't know about it. I think I think the problem with with why we didn't hear them growing up, it's a um, it's the media thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. The marketing thing. And a lot of their lyrics are edgy. They're a lot about... Um, but they were very positive. Like, but yeah, Lots I of mean, love and stuff, man. I love that about it. The thing with some of them, though, is that like a lot of them are so powerful with like black rights and, and, and equal rights you know, for the black community. I think that like the media didn't want that. I think they held them down in the 90s and stuff like that, whether it was racially driven or not. I think there was more of a, oh, Snoop Dogg, he's making this party anthem, and yeah. it's poppy. Because it, it, it is. It, it's not really poppy, but it was poppy for, for rap. Yeah. Where they're just, you know, just delivering, 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 delivering. Yeah. And there was nothing catchy, too catchy about what it was. Like, there wasn't that bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yeah. you know. Even though they do have moments I mean, like scenario that. scenario and stuff like that. But, yeah, there's, yeah, not, there's you know, not something that really grabs you like Snoop Dogg did, yeah. And that, that, I think that that had a big key, you know, with what they were doing. I think that was probably part of it. I mean, another part is just commercialism. I right. Mean, you're never gonna That's see the word I was looking for. You're <laughs> never going to see a tribe called Quest have a video with Escalades. Yeah. And, exactly. And, they never yeah. went and, and did champagne. It. And I love mm-hmm. that about and, them. Which is great, but also, mm-hmm. you know, who's getting cuts off of Biggie having... QG sweaters and mm-hmm. Cristal in the videos, right? And big timers mm-hmm. and all those guys. Yeah, I you guess know. it was more for a hardcore hip hop head. It is. That's what, it, I mean, that's what they were all yeah. about. So they're like the original underground. But they like. I mean, that that's what they're. That's what they were there for. Like yep. that's what they're all about. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and I guess that's why I didn't find out about them right away because I was too young. I wasn't like invested deeply into mm. the hip hop community or the, to the music. So I just didn't know until later on. <laughs> it's it's just funny that you. I stumble across things. Uh, just totally haphazardly, like Jimi Hendrix too, man. I just started listening to Hendrix because yeah. I couldn't listen to you know like Sublime because I don't want all the swearing and stuff. And 
like I never realized how much I love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. He's the greatest guitarist of all time. Mm. I love swearing in front of Rob's kids. Unfreaking believable. <laughs> just dropping f bombs. So fun. Just vulgar. It's it's completely it's unnecessary. Balance. I think we need a good balance. Right. You know. What's really crazy is if <laughs> if we had the internet the way kids do now when we were growing up, you would have found Tribe Called Quest right away. Yeah. Because you would have been like, you know what? I like this style of rap. Type it in. They would have came up. Yeah, right. You follow. It was so portal. hard to find. Like, Cause that was when you actually had to, like, search for music. Like, you had to go through the bins yeah. at, at the music store. And you still didn't know what you were going to get. Right. You had no idea who they were, and you, you know. I used to spend hours, like, at Coconuts, the CD store, and, like, yeah. just looking at hundreds of CDs and <laughs> right. never picking. And I'd and, always pick the wrong one, like, Not a Surf or something. I'd buy some yeah. shitty album, have two good songs on it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God. Like I'm my, wasting my money. Like, my cousin, he, you know, we had we were talking about hip-hop and stuff, and I was telling him, like, he hates Kanye West. Like, he despises him. The rapper or the person? Yeah, which one? Both. Both. It's the whole package. Interesting. And like, I'm starting to hate the rapper, too. I mean, he still makes great music, but he just gets under my skin so much. Yeah, yeah. but like the thing is, like for me, when I heard the college dropout for the first time, mm-hmm. when I was like 15 or 16, whenever that came out, like that literally changed, Like I don't want to sound cliche, but it changed my life. Like It really it's did. Classic, yeah. Like It changed everything for me. Like it, Because like... Prior to that, I, I think the best hip hop album I heard was um, Fifty Cent, "Get Rich or Die Trying." That was like my that was my jam. Like that was my thing, you know. And that, I didn't relate to that at all. Right? Yeah. Like nothing that guy was saying did I relate What's to. It's a part of your life at no. any point in time. And like, but I loved it. And and then when Kanye came out, and there was like so much emotion, and and there was stuff that was hitting home to me, mm-hmm. where I was like damn like you don't have to be you don't have to get shot nine times you know to make a classic to album. make a classic album like you don't have to be the hardest dude in the room to make a classic album and like he opened the door for so if you think about where we're at now all the j coles the kendrick's everything Drake, i mean everybody like. drake everything that's out now that's that's chance the rapper especially yeah. like dude everything came from that album mm-hmm. because everybody was in that age range mm-hmm. of like 15, yeah. 16. I guarantee you, every single one of those dudes was like the college dropout changed my life. Yeah. And that was what, 2002? I, I think it was four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't it just have, no, it was 2007. Just had a 10 years. No. Was, Not the college was, dropout. It was before that. I promise you. Let's, we have, I have a device here that I can <laughs> figure this out. Hold on. We'll figure Get it out. Get your magic stick out, Rob. But I'm um, kind of. Well, I think graduation cent. came out. Eh, we'll seven see. or eight. See, no, it definitely wasn't 07. You're definitely wrong. I can't wait to find out what it was, though. I'm going to say 04. Because, like, Gold uh, Digger was out. Let's let's put some cheddar on it. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not going to, because you're good at gambling, man. Somehow you just, like, no. 04. Yes! February 10th, 04. What was it? I bet you $45. No way! It's one of his probably, albums. You probably, saw, been... you probably saw a Facebook share from like three years ago, and it said, "Dude, I fell for and that." And it said ten years, and you were like, "Oh, ooh, I fell 10 for years that." Ago, and the, it was like the Kevin Durant years. thing. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Kevin Durant just got hurt, and yeah. someone like put a thing up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It ended his season. It was from 2013 when he blew his yeah. ankle. Wow! <laughs> I was like, "Son of." Gotta look at the date. Thing. Yeah. Gotta look I at the date. I can't look at everything, Rob. You might be thinking of you, exactly. That's what <laughs> it is. Yeah, you might be thinking about uh, late registration. That, that's, that was probably that's ten it. years yeah. ago. That's probably 07. Mm-hmm. 
That's yep. a great album too. I mean, yeah. they were both, and Graduation was really Maybe. good too. But I don't, I don't have social media right now, so it's painful. But that tied in with that album tied in with the internet exploding, like social media right around oh four oh five. MySpace. Like, yeah, that was just like everybody <laughs> became a rapper because you didn't have to rap about because that, yeah, you if you didn't know the Fifty Cent lifestyle or any you know any other any those, death row lifestyle you know, or anything even like, like that. you go back to NWA like yeah, do I love NWA? Yeah, did they break ground? Yeah, but. That you can't relate. I'm going to be honest. I No, I don't relate to it. And a lot of kids that they're like, yeah, but that's my stuff. Like, I do relate to it. They actually don't. No. Like, even even if you... I wouldn't... It doesn't matter if you grew to. up in a rough neighborhood or a rich neighborhood, you didn't relate to them. No, Nobody can say that, like... Yeah, there's a small percentage. Not nobody, but there's a small percentage of people that can say, yeah, I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, you were from Compton, if you can and say that. And you're lucky you're still yeah. saying that. You, you pulled through, like, because it's a dangerous like, situation. Like, when Kendrick Lamar says that, I believe him because he's from that area and he knows the spots that they were in. But he know? didn't even choose to go that route. Right. He didn't even choose to take that, yeah, that, that avenue as far as hip-hop goes. Yeah. But those guys, that's the problem, though. You get pigeonholed like 50 Cent. He can never do anything else because you made that album, you have that style, and you really can't change that style. But when your style is your emotions, mm -hmm. then you could have a 40-year career. How right. dare you? He came up with vitamin water. <laughs> that, was, that a, was that a mixtape? I didn't hear about that. Was that a tracky track? I'd give the man some credit. <laughs> you he know just, what? After, after the G-Unit, after the movie, I guess, that was kind of the end. Oh, yeah. I have to get Richard Die trying the movie, yeah. and the soundtrack was that good. That was that was a tough movie though. wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I liked mean, it. I enjoyed. <laughs> it. I'm not enjoyed mad it. at it. But I feel like that was his. It was peak. like fifties eight mile. Like yeah, exactly. It was great. Yeah, that's Eminem exactly was what like, it was. yo, you got to make this movie. <laughs> you got to do it. Tell well, well, just fabricate a lot of the shit. It doesn't matter. Oh, is it some of it made up? Like, is uh, yeah, come on now. It's yeah, a movie. I, you I know mean, damn know. well he's like you know the dude probably lived a pretty crazy life. He probably yeah, it's probably. But probably 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 real. A, there probably is some bullshit in there too, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would think. Even in Eminem's story, there was the movie, there was some bullshit in it. I always think about Eight Mile. It's such a wild movie because like that's never happened. Like where the the dude became like the greatest ever. Yeah. I mean, at this point, the greatest ever, you know, uh it, but then made a movie while he was on top of his game and he played himself in his yeah. life story in the movie. Like it had to have been a was, mind fuck for him. Like, that had to have just been a weird situation to be in. Yeah. Because you, you have, like, directors and stuff, and they're like, okay, do it this way. And he's like, no. Nah, this really? is the way it is. I did it. I really, this. he should be able to kill that role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's yeah, why I never acted him again. 12 years ago. If you can't do you, then I don't think you should, uh, I don't think you should be in the movie anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think we exactly. should make the movie. What yeah. if the director's like, it's just not believable, man? It's, we're not buying it. Yeah. I just, I don't. <laughs> the studios aren't picking. I don't up think that would have actually happened. But my friend really did shoot himself. <laughs> but eight mile, yeah, it's it's just a it's a wild piece of history. I think it's just a, a cool ass movie. Like it was so perfectly done. Uh, that and <laughs> why? Like, it's skipping my mind right now. The Chris Rock movie. Uh, oh man, back in the day, the CB4. Oh, you ever yeah. watched CB4? Oh, no. How hilarious yeah. that movie is! Oh my it's god, it's real funny. It's real—it's like Spinal Tap for hip hop, basically yeah. from the eighties. Basically, it's Spinal Tap with NWA. Classic. Um, but as, as far as music goes, man, when you put the dash out, I love the title of the album. Also, it's like very introspective, and uh, because the dash is like you're still alive, right? I mean, that, that's like it hasn't ended yet. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. That's how I took it. The dash represents the time in between. 
that, that's what I'm saying. Like you're living right now. Right. This is I the mean, dash. But if you live, you know, say 1920 to 1988, right. the dash is what matters. Yes. Not, not the years. What you did in your dash is what matters. Yeah. That's an awesome metaphor. Like in just calling it the, the dash because in between mm-hmm. two dates you have that dash yeah. there and that's yeah. all that time. So what do you plan on doing with that? You know, <clears throat> all that time. Like where do you want to take it? Um, you know, I get asked that a lot <laughs> and I, and I don't know the correct answer cause I don't think there is a correct answer. It's just, you can't, you can't say no matter what anybody says, a lot of successful people are like, I said I was going to do this and now I'm here. It's not how it works. And you can't, you can't, uh, say like where you're going to be, what I'm going to do. You know, and and actually that happens. There's going to be different things that happen in your life where you're not going to be able to control it. So what I would like to do is, I mean, I don't I don't care to be the most popular guy. I don't care to be the most famous guy. I just care for making music and um, trying to, you know, stabilize my life like financially with it. I'm not looking for millions and, and, you know, like. You know, I'd be cool with a fifteen thousand dollar a year salary, ten mm-hmm. grand a year, or you know, but just doing what you like to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would t- I would get paid what a McDonald's worker gets paid. You know, no no shots to McDonald's workers, but like I would get paid what whatever minimum wage. Yeah, if I could get paid to do that with music, I'm fine with that. Do I want you know all the money in the world? Sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why well, wouldn't anybody? You'd be crazy to say you don't Same. want money. You know? Same. But like, I'm one of those guys where it's like. I just love, I love writing and I love writing music and I love doing that and I love the process and I love, you know, performing especially. So to say that, yeah, I make this much money and I have that many people supporting me mm-hmm. and I, I'd be so cool with just a solid little fan base that just continually, you know, that bought into what I was saying and became legit fan. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to take it, you know, I, I I'll take it to wherever level, you know, I can take it to, but just to to staple out and not have to work, you know, the job that I work and just be like, yeah, I make music for a living. Just to say that sentence. Yeah. Because then you have your freedom. Especially now, right? Because you don't have to be signed to a contract or something like that to some record record label. Like back in the day, you could just just make your money online doing what you want to do. Record labels are, you're going to see Dinosaur. They're going to start, they're going to start falling out. They already have, you know. Fallout Boy was kind of that band that came up and just—I think they were the, one of the first who didn't have a label at all. They just kind of blew up mm-hmm. online and yeah. never signed to a label. Well, I they, don't think they ever—they never signed to. I think they—they they were fueled, an imprint fueled or something by, like that. Fueled by Ramen or Raymond, however you say. But it. that's their own thing, right? They, oh. I think he made that. I think Pete once made that whole label. How do you say that? What? Is ramen. It, is ramen. it Raymond or ramen noodles? I've always said ramen. Ramen noodles. But then some people say oodles of noodles, which also is on the package. It so. is, but like that. Wait, that I thought oodles of noodles was a different thing. No, oodles of noodles is ramen it noodles. It is, yeah. But which is kind of wild. You, <laughs> I never know how to say that. I'm, I always say ramen, but I mean, you can do it how you want to do it. Ramon, if you want to. Ooh. Fueled by Ramon. How do you like that? I can't. Ramon noodles? <laughs> Ramon. Very spicy. Thank you. Well, you well, yeah. That's how you like them, don't you? I do love Justin Timberlake's hair, which was a ramen noodle oh, back yeah. in the day. It's just like I always just think <laughs> uncooked. Just an uncooked noodle <laughs> uh, sitting yeah. on top of his head. It's it really beautiful. accents all denim. 
<laughs> with the all denim outfit that he had yeah. on yeah were you an NSYNC fan were you like a boy band fan back in the day did you ever get into that kind I of mean, stuff I mean I never admitted it but yeah I did. yeah <laughs> I, I liked NSYNC for Were you mad about it? You were like, damn it, they're catchy. Yeah, dude. I that's don't what think, it was, yeah. I don't think anybody is... every Anybody that says they aren't, they're lying to themselves. Hey, was you a find, fan? Yeah. You find me one person says they don't like Justin Timberlake, I'll punch him in the mouth. <laughs> well, they're not. They have a they're horrible liars. taste in music. Oh, no, they're, or liars. they're liars. Yeah. They're liars. It's like Michael Jackson. Like, you didn't like Michael Jackson's music. Yeah. I mean, you might not have liked what he was a person Come on. all about. I'm I saying, mean, like, oh, I don't like him. And then you play their album, and I, I can basically sing almost the entire thing. Yeah. Like, or is that just. I a, hate this music. Is that just it's a testament? Up my heart. Because there's that band, uh, the, the Chainsmokers. I shouldn't say band. The, the mm-hmm. DJs or the producers or whatever the hell. I guess they're what, both. Whatever they are, yeah. But, dude, they have. They've found. That uh, that earworm formula. There's a certain. I, I read an article once about that. Like the where there is a certain sort of music, like mm-hmm. the sound you make, the tempo you make it, mm-hmm. that automatically people are hooked. That closer song. Every song they drop, I'm like singing it all day long because I yeah. work. I work in radio, so I hear it every freaking yeah, day, and yeah. I can't get away from it. And they just stick in your head, man. And it's. Mm-hmm. It, it's not even necessarily that you have to like it. It's just stuck there. It's catchy, yeah. And it's just, and that's, I guess that's what you don't go towards because you could make a song like that. You know, that would be like super. I have a bouncy, song, catchy, and see, like I have a song that I, that I made over the summer called "She," mm-hmm. and um, it was on a producer, Doctor Stoos. He was he made a he made an album of all his beats, and he got a bunch of features on it. And it's the most it's the poppiest song I've ever made. And, like, the reason I even did it was just because it's just, like, what came to me. And, like, normally even when stuff like that comes to me, I'm like, nah, it's so, like, it's not me. I went with it that time. And even, he, like, when he recorded, he's like, wow, that was very uh, Michael Jackson of you, you know. <laughs> Thank you. And I was like, Psh, keep that. Like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? And, like, but I love, see, like, I, I try to stay away from it, but I do love testing testing the the, the waters, you know, and, like, coming out with something crazy like that and people were thinking it's going to be something different. They're like, wow, he's versatile. Yeah. Like I did a lot of, a lot of singing on the dash that yeah. I normally used to like not try to touch. And I was like, you know what? I can sing. Like I, I, I feel like I can sing. Like I might not be the best singer, but I can hold, I can hold my own. And I want to show people that. And I'm going to do that with the next, you know, project I'm doing too. I'm and no audio, uh, you know, you didn't do any software engineering with it. You didn't no. like, pitch it up or anything like that or auto-tune or whatever nope the high notes and the low notes i all hit them. that's cool man that's a lot that's something else that's happening a lot in rap right now mm. it just seems to be across the board that's kind of the direction it's going in it's, yeah and it's not I, I don't think it's a bad thing just when it's done right it's a good thing but when it's done wrong i mean it's, it's, it's yeah i don't like worst. that like i don't i don't like how robotic it kind of comes out when when it's done wrong so I'm, what's I like when bismarck he does it yeah, that was the best, really. <laughs> just completely off tune. You heard that, and then you saw him. You're like, "That's exactly what I thought he was gonna look like." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's one of the ballsiest songs ever, right? Just to go out and just to do that. They're like, "Biz, we're gonna get someone to sing the hook." He's like, "I got this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Like ODB singing the hook because he did that a few times. It's like ODB singing so horribly. Good. You know, impressive. Like, P. When like, you're that high, I think you just go for it. Well, just yeah. the way he rapped is Who very Who knows the difficult. hell he was on, too. <laughs> yeah. He was like... I remember reading a Rolling Stone interview, because I had the, the album, uh, uh, what was it? It was his last album. I don't think I can even say the name on the podcast without being, you know, racist. Like, I, I wasn't... Was yeah. But um, he, he, there was a, I read an article, and, like, he was... 
banging a chick in the studio. Like if you listen to the one song, because they they said about the song, and I listened to it, and you can hear like just this random banging sound. He was banging some chick in the studio, and her head was like hitting off the drum kit while they were recording or something. <laughs> like they and he left it. They left it in the album. Like it wasn't Rolling Stone. I, back in the day, I recall that I was just blown away. By how hilarious Savage. that is. Savage. Sounds, sounds sounds like something you do. That is that's, yeah. That's so rock sounds, and roll. Sounds right up his alley. Yeah. That, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not shocked at all when you said like I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that sounds right. But hip hip hop's become totally rock and roll now. Like rock and roll mm-hmm. kind of has disappeared. I mean I'm sure it's still happening where somewhere. Yeah, there's there's a few that are hanging on. But there's no like decadence, you know, yeah. like there was. That, that's what hip hop is now. It's all the they just transferred it over. There's so many genres of hip hop. <laughs> well, yeah. That like they're, you know, you actually have your, you have like I don't. I mean, it's not like rock and roll, but it is like that like pop popular rock and roll hip hop, and then you yeah. have your underground hip hop, and then you have your you know your grime deep, deep meaning. You have your nightmare grime, whatever you want to call it. I love the mumble stuff. That's my personal favorite. Love mumbling. It's hip-hop. just like <laughs> what I always gravitate towards. I just love it is mumbling. so popular. I just eat a bunch of pills and I'm like, blah, 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 just yeah. rapping along to it. Like, it's it's just... the move, man. <laughs> like that's and it's a hit. I read on some YouTube message board. And somebody's like, dude, he's got one. The one dude from Migos. He's like, he's got the hottest flow ever. <laughs> His flow's so sick. I'm like, I don't even. I see that too. But, but then I listened to it a couple more times and I'm like. Damn it! It actually is good. Yeah, but is it? I, I couldn't it tricks you. Yeah, I'm so like sucked in. It's so it's, weird. It's like one of those pictures. If you stare at it long enough, you start seeing something. Right. <laughs> it starts to look better, like Mona yeah. Lisa. The yeah. more you, she like transforms like, while you're looking at her. She's kind of hot, actually. I stay away from the comments anymore and the some of the hip hop. I like to laugh pages though. because I'll say something and I just get trolled by like 14 year olds for like the next three hours and I'm like, all right, I gotta delete my comment now because yeah. I'm getting annoyed. Never comment. That's like, I never like, comment. I will, I will Google it. map your house and I will <laughs> I will come there and I will shut you up. That's a whole other kind of human, though. But they'd probably beat me up, though, because these, kids, oh, are, these kids are savages nowadays. Squad, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they roll up like 20 uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see those kids who just like attacked that police officer? An they off-duty police they officer? They don't care, man. I'm telling like, you. 10-year-olds. They don't care. Like I was, wild. I was chaperoning my nieces. Uh, she, she threw like a little party. Sounds was, like trouble. <laughs> absolutely and uh my sister's like can you chaperone this party so i went and did it and she was like 15 and so there was all these seniors in high school there and stuff oh jeez. and two kids like you know they were ready to go like they were ready just to start beating the shit out of each other and like the kid's like i don't care who you are he's yelling at this kid and i'm chaperone i come up and like hey hey chill and they're like don't tell me what to do and i'm like if you do it, you're gonna be out there and he's like i'll hit you and i was like all right, man. Like, I'm not signed. I've been signed. <laughs> and he still got to leave. The dude like rips his shirt off, oh, and like, God. dude, this kid's built like Zac Efron, and I'm standing there, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want any part. He's probably a wrestler. He probably <laughs> like you know. I'm like, I don't even want to fight. Like, I can't fight this yeah, kid. There's no first see, of now, all. He's, DP could do that kind of shit. He's he can build it. You can get the aggression going. Yeah, but first yeah. of all, his age. To. His yeah. age prevents me. From doing See, anything. Well, I like to have a defense that if they're bigger than me, I don't care if they're 13. Right. This kid wasn't, he wasn't much bigger. He was just jacked. Like, <laughs> that or, counts. He I want to go back <laughs> to your, I want to go back to your statement for a second because you're <laughs> yeah. about to beat up a 13 year old. If they're bigger than me, I'm somebody. not going to feel bad about it. 
like yeah, an officer. He's six but one. But shouldn't you? Yeah. But shouldn't you be the bigger man to be I, like, hey, I'm five six. I cannot be the bigger man, Rob. Uh, internally, he's Jack. Internally, that's yeah. self defense. Yes, yeah. he works out and I don't. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> so, yeah, that is kind of crazy when you think about like yeah. some. I mean, this kid was right in my shredded. face, like right in my face, to the point where I was like, I, like, like I'm gonna kick him. I've never felt. Well, like it's not even just him. Like there's a whole group of them, and then me. And I'm like, what am I like? And what really, I, there, how, there is, I, where, how did I get here? What in am life? I doing? Like, here? what am I doing? Well, there's no win too, because like, if you wax that room, then it's like you hear about sleep beating up 12, 15 year olds. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in, <laughs> I'm in, the, I'm in the paper the I'm next day, and like, like 27 year old attacks five, five 15 year olds, <laughs> yeah, and puts one in hospital, and himself ends up in the hospital, yeah, because he got me. That too. classic tragic rap story. That's how yeah. it always ends. I don't want, I don't want to be that guy. But I was like, dude, please calm down. I was like being like super nice about it, and I like didn't know what to do, and I was like trying to like tase him, trying to like tell him like, man, like <laughs> life ain't worth it, dog. You need to calm down. Well, the same thing happened to me with my sister. Back, my sister was like fifteen, and she had a house party, and we went over because I went over with my sister and my wife and my sister's boyfriend. We were gonna like diffuse the situation, make sure nothing happened. But my personality, I can't do things like that. So I went over there and we ended up partying, which was the wrong move. <laughs> right. And like I ended up having a really good time, but then I left my liquor there and I was like, oh my God. And I came back and it was gone, of course. And uh, I was just like, well, that was a complete backfire. And yep. I knew I should never do that again. Yep. That was just, that's not my place in life. No. That's not who I am <laughs> as a human. I can't do those sorts of things. Yeah. Now, Speak. DP, on the other hand, he took a blind swing during <laughs> while he's watching VR. I put a VR set of goggles on him. And he almost punched a ghost. Yeah, I'll punch within him. Like, I don't care. <laughs> within like 30 seconds, he was yeah. already like in I've, a stance. I've squared up at his I furnace. Never, I've never worn one of those. Dude, oh, it's, it's wild, man. It's crazy. Ugh. I just went to my buddy's house, which everybody listening to this, I'm sure they might have used it already, but the, play, the PlayStation VR hmm. is like, it'll melt your brain. It's oh, it's crazy. It, it's, I have to try that out. For a split second, and it's not even that great. I mean, it's pretty great, but it's not where you know it's going to go. For a split second, I did think, like, wow, I can't believe I'm here right now. <laughs> did, but I'm not there. Did you square yeah. up against a demon ghost? No, nah, I started crying and pissed myself a little bit. They're scary, man. He put It was like a Halloween one. It was so scary. He's dude. like, here, put this on, and I'm in a cellar. And I'm just like, nope, I know how this ends. A basement just like this one. You ain't, I ain't falling <laughs> for that. Yeah, that was freaky, though, dude. I mean, they're fr- it's with that even low graphics, like, it's still freaky as hell. I was in a real haunted house this past Halloween. I was part of it. I was the cast. Oh, you mean like a a real oh, haunted house? A fake fun. haunted house? Well, or you mean like a... I, what? Oh. what? I don't know. What, Rob? Now you got me all confused. He wasn't a real ghost, if that's I don't what know what's, I don't know what's real and what's <laughs> fake now. No, I mean like a I real... I wasn't a real ghost. Like a, like the Amityville <laughs> Horror House. Like a real haunted no, house. No, like, like a staged haunted <laughs> house. Did you die for the month of October? I did. Huh. I had to, you got to do what you got to do to play Dedication. the role. I feel like I'm in the sixth sense right now. But um, it was actually in the U.S. hotel. Oh, okay. Which is haunted. Yes. Okay. So, so, so it was a fake haunted house and a real haunted house. In a real haunted house. In a real haunted house. Okay. That's never mind. Then. That's the real deal. I remember you doing that. It was like the, it was literally the best fun. time of my life. I, I imagine scaring people all night long is oh, a pretty good time. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah. I go through them and I, like, I, 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 I don't go through them. Because I hate them. Oh, <laughs> like, really? I despise haunted houses. I hate being scared. I want to, like, hit people when they scare me. I don't I don't like it. I don't like feeling vulnerable like I, that. I, and get, I hate like, the dark. I love haunted houses. I don't know. It's just, I get too defensive. I went to a haunted uh, cornfield. Which yeah, is, like, I was there. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. So, Bad experience there. 
So like you you're walking through and they'll they'll like come out and like jump at you and stuff mm-hmm. and like and I'm just ready to like throw a Kill hip somebody. into we're just like <laughs> like I'll be running they'll run next to me like I'm just gonna hip them back into the court yeah. like <laughs> you know what I mean like I don't know what you already have an escape plan like it's, what you're gonna do well they put like little kids in these haunted houses too like in the corn maze they had a little girl come out she was like seven years old she just like pops out and she's like waist level scaring you. And that's terrifying. Yeah. And, like, so I was out. with, like, my friend who's, like, 6'2", big dude. Dude, he karate chopped this little 7-year-old right <laughs> in the chest. Dangerous. And she's, like, crying. Goes, like, she just, like, kind of, like, falls back into the corn. Yeah. And, like. Falls back and, into like, the children of the corn. Yeah. That's how falls that back so, like, we start, like, hustling through because, like. I'm like, dude, we're in the middle of nowhere. You just hit one of their, like, you hit one of their own. <laughs> like, they're really gonna kill us out here. Like, look what you did. And like, so it's not like a lawsuit kind of thing. They murder you. Is that's what's what I was, happen. dude. I, I, but like, for some reason, I believe that was gonna happen. And like, <laughs> we made our way through. And like, the next thing you hear is like, dude, somebody hit Sarah. And I was like, oh my gosh, you hit Sarah. Oh no, Sarah's we, the worst one. Yeah, like she was little. She's and never he's been hurt like, from since. And, like, we went into, like, the... She's still in the cornfield. She <laughs> fell into the cornfield. Nobody ever found her. <laughs> she probably had a bruise on her chest. Um, we went to this haunted asylum then. It was the same place. And a dude, like, pops up out of nowhere. Same dude I'm with kicks this dude in the chest. <laughs> like, this guy should probably stop yeah, going to haunted houses, I think. Is it was all, it was, this was all the same experience, too. Oh, same night. Yeah, like, they had the field, and then the asylum was all, like, part of it. It was, like, in this little farmhouse. He kicks the dude in the chest, and the guy's, like, coughing, can't. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, dude, you can't hit us. And, like, oh. Like, you had a chainsaw, man. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I just look at my friend. like, seriously? <laughs> like, what is your problem? Like, <laughs> would you stop hitting people? And he's like, I can't help it. It's reaction. Like, you then need to help. <laughs> wait in the car. You know you're in a haunted house, right? Somebody's going to yeah. jump out at you. Like, get in the mindset. Yeah, what do you, you know this is happening? Yeah, like, but, like, I'm saying. in day-to-day life, maybe. See, the thing is, I'm saying all that. And I'm like hiding behind him though the entire time. You're like it's fake. So like me. he's he's taking all like the first scares anyway. So like I can't say I wouldn't have like done the same thing. But I was like, yeah, you go first, man. You're bigger. Like you do it. You got it, man. You're tough, dude. You're the toughest Beer dude me. I know. Which one do you want there? Uh, what's the other one? I don't. know. We got we got the pill. The way wayward Bach. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, we're we're Bach. The other one. <laughs> Line so Street, Google, Bavarian Dunkel. There you go. There you Dunkel go, Services. That's your nickname in high school. Get Bavarian Dunkel. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a sex move. Yeah. Bavarian Dunkel. Mm-hmm. I came up with a couple <clears throat> sex moves. Did you name one of them? Um, like the names for them, or like you? Yeah. Um, just the names. One night you were like, <laughs> "What's up, babe? We're uh, gonna create tonight." <laughs> a mimosa tickler. Mimosa. Ooh. I'm picturing hmm. it right now. I don't know what. I'm That's pretty just, awesome. Mm. I think your feathers tuxedo. being involved. A French tuxedo. Yeah. It's just a mimosa tickler, but I'm wearing a tuxedo during it. Wow. <laughs> Damn, son. Did you ever pull these two off at once? Pretty fancy. Say, one, both well, no, moves one you night. You can't do both. My if homie, you have the tuxedo one, then it's... My homie from school, he had one called gotcha. the Big O. The Big O? Yeah. It was so interesting. He, he like, he showed us, not, like, showed us with a girl, but he was, that like, and he had clothes on, you know, but he was, like, this is how it goes down. He like lays down and like grabs his feet like while he's laying on his chest. I'm trying to describe this so when people listen to it, they can like picture it. But they yeah. all are. You're gonna need to act it out in the studio, I think, to really get the full <laughs> gist of what's so you, what people you're doing can here. really see it, right? No, <laughs> like that's what Snapchat. He's for. laying on his chest and like 
pulls pulls his, he's like grabbing his he has his ankles you know and it looks it's like a, an O. it's like a, oh okay so he's mexican like on top of just back. like on top just like, like a mexican surfboard <laughs> yeah huh. yes actually yes. i don't know what a mexican surfboard i'm the not wrestling loop, loop, yeah don't look at me like that oh you mean like in pro wrestling yeah oh, okay. yeah, I thought yeah you it's went. very similar to that okay like the person oh, okay. that's about to get put into it wow that's it's, what they look oh, wow, it's okay. an inverted minus mexican the surfboard. Nice. minus the uh person that's putting them in it right that's a beautiful. That's a, that's a nice way to put it. Then now I'm and he, getting a full and he calls visual. It the, he called it the big O. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uncreative. I'm going to be honest. That's the noise have... you make when you blow a quad out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but, uh, of pro wrestling, yeah. So DP just threw us into it. You just did it right there with the Mexican surfboard. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I segways. also was excited for you to come segways. over here and talk because you know you're you're a segway. You love segways. Love them. You own a couple. I was in Chicago and was watching Segway tours. People if, go on tours on Segways. Dude, it's if you just want to have a couple beers and watch these people. Because they, they don't fall, know. They fall and stuff? Yeah, because they don't know yes. how to write. They're on vacation. Excellent. Oh, my God, that's great. Like, oh, yeah, we can all go on them. And just people, like, spinning. In circles. <laughs> just, just like, stop <laughs> me. No idea how to do it. <laughs> wow. Crack a six-pack and just watch this for an hour. Yeah. That's you got to talk into the microphone there. I don't know where <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking a beer. No, you guys are good podcasts with me, dude. I like this. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll be back here. I was too hot earlier, and I'm too far away. You gotta drink a few beers and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna walk over here real quick and we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, but I wanted to get you in here to talk about pro wrestling because like people aren't wrestling fans anymore, so it, it makes me happy. You know, yeah. there's there's still some of those people out there, mm-hmm. at least of an older generation. I think kids still you know get sucked into it until they realize I, how ridiculous it is. Yeah, I I still I'm a huge fan. Like a huge fan, like you're watching every week? Yes. I think really only people from like 18 <clears throat> to 30 don't really watch wrestling. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a certain... <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, yeah, well, you're still stuck in it. I, I fell out for a while. Like, yeah. I'd say a good... Hasn't been consistent for me. Early 2000s, man, I fell out. During like the worst time to fall out because that's when the merger happened and like mm-hmm. they had everybody at Same here, a man. small point in time there something I, I always say this something i don't know what happened but that year like 2000 2001 everybody i know jumped out because vince ruined it because he bought them they were like yo and then he got rid of wcw and the invasion i sucked, think a lot of the stuff was like it was the stone cold turn they came out stone cold turning and then leaving they came out with like the documentary what beyond the mat yeah mm-hmm. and that was like that made me like look at it different, you know. Right. Because like I was still naive, even though I knew a lot of it wasn't real. Right. I was still thought a lot of like the storylines and like you know. I guess oh, okay. I just thought like, like a lot they of didn't it was... actually like each other. Right. And like that changed, I think, for a lot of people. Well, see, I already knew at that point. I think so. I watched that movie. I was like, oh, this is awesome. They're like exposing yeah. all of this. The internet really screwed it up. <laughs> because all the spoilers and stuff. Because I'd read spoilers and then I'd know what was going to happen. And that's the worst. And watch the show. That's the worst part of being a fan now. Um, is you hop on the internet and and if you have other friends that watch it or you're in a wrestling group or something, they post. They that's what they do. They post spoilers and it's like, it, it's what's happening because like somebody in somebody in the in like the WWE is like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Blah blah blah. Yeah, like, tell somebody and probably for money. And, you know, like a website probably pays them. Like there's there's definitely an exchange of money going on. So like they're the top news thing. They're getting money. 
they can afford it. You know, yeah. it, it's a it's a D- cycle. Dave Meltzer is kind of like the guy who's been doing that for years, and he's yeah. been behind the scenes for years. But there's so many of those sites now. I mean, there's, there's a ton of them. There's this one MLW uh, Major League Wrestling. There, I listen to him rather often mm-hmm. as, as a terrible Daily. wrestling fan. Daily. And, like, I, I find out stuff, and I don't want to know necessarily, but, like, I do want to know what's going on. Like, I found out that Randy Orton won the Rumble, you know, like, three weeks before he won. Yeah. What? And then, then I yeah. Was well, that the Rumble? They did... said, But they said he was going to. I was like, I don't think he's you going to. But then he gonna... wins. Oh, right. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, dude. Why do I read this shit? Because now I just found out what was going to happen, and I tried. If you let me be wrong twice while we were watching the Rumble and not let me know, (laughs) see, like I was, I'm in a wrestling because I don't know for sure. You know, I'm in this like local wrestling like group that talks about wrestling and stuff, and I I turn the notifications off for it because I don't want (laughs) to like because it constantly pops on my Facebook. There's so many comments, like it feels like all day there's somebody saying something, and then they'll post those spoilers. So I just like turn it off, and I'll you know. I think plus talking to like hardcore wrestling fans, it can get kind of difficult well, sometimes. Think, oh my god! Because I just want to make fun of it for the most part. It's what yeah. I thoroughly enjoy about mm-hmm. wrestling. I just want to insult yeah. it, but yeah. in a loving kind of way. Mm-hmm. Some people want to like take it for real and take it seriously. I can't. Like, I just, it, it, you know, you know what's really weird is like these grown men are so like pissy <laughs> about what happens. Yeah, and I'm like, would you just shut up? Like, you you sound like a dick. Yeah. Just like, enjoy what's going on. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, go go figure. Roman Reigns wins again. Uh, they don't know how to book. And I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares how you feel. But like, I get mad, too, all. though. Yeah, I mean, but, like, you're not on right there, like, it. just like, oh, here we go again. Like, this is why wrestling sucks. It's like, then don't watch. Yeah. Or they're like, I'm, I'm tired of this. Da, da, da. And it's like, okay, well, you'll watch tomorrow. So shut up. So just stop. Do you want to complain for the rest of your life? Because that's what a wrestling fan does. Like, something they just happens, complain like, forever. Yeah. Sounds exhausting. Something happens and something happens. Like, like holy shit, man. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, Vince isn't reading your post. And he's like. But it also seems like sometimes like, he goes against the exact opposite thing of what everybody right. thinks should happen. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not paying attention to anyone. Right. I mean, and a lot of that, he probably does it on purpose. Yeah, like having uh, faces always job in their hometown. That's, like he always has good guys job where they where they live. Like all the time it happens. Like why would you do that to your audience? I don't understand the point behind that, but that's how I think he it's operates. Like, see, the, the thing is, is like you can't win with a lot of those people, though. Mm. Like they don't want – like, okay, the fans are booing Roman Reigns now, right? So they don't want him to win, say, the Royal Rumble. And they're like, he shouldn't win, blah, blah, blah. This guy should win, this guy should win. So then like – Whenever that guy goes in there and does win, they're like, oh, that's so predictable. Right. <laughs> it does, there's no win. It's a win, it's, it's like, a lose lose. Anyway, you go. Wait, there. I thought that's what you wanted. Yeah. And they're like, that's so predictable, man. Jeez. They can't even like switch it up. And then and when then they, they do, like, you're mad. And then when Roman Reigns wins, they're like, oh, of course, Roman Reigns wins. Roman coming out of 30. I wanted this guy. I wanted Dean Ambrose to win, but, you know, they give it to Roman Reigns. And then Dean Ambrose actually wins, and that's what they say. They're like, saw that coming. Like, yeah. Oh, you genius, you. <laughs> Roman right. coming out at 30 in the Rumble was the biggest troll of all time. <clears throat> it was It awesome. was. And Vince <laughs> knows what he's doing. It was, it was trolling. Oh, my gosh. People lost their minds. There was a, that when YouTube they, when that video. Happened. You watch that YouTube video? Just reactions? I, like, they just went through reactions of people all over the country. Who were filming themselves when when Reigns came out, just like, losing was I, their shit. Like, was I disappointed? Yeah. 
Like I like you know. I was bad. I was like ah. I was like ah. We were Damn. in a room with six guys. And yeah, I watched with a bunch of people. We just all went, bow. Yeah, I mean, that's like, the you know, because I think everyone was expecting, like, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Or, like, some. Or Finn, or Finn Balor Finn, or Yeah, something. I think someone was expecting, like, a surprise. Friend of the podcast. Because they, they didn't Kurt have Angle, too yes, many, yeah. uh, they didn't have too many surprises this year. They never do. And that's the thing. Oh, they had like like DDP came out last year. That was always, crazy. It's always one or two. Yeah, they always throw. Like, they didn't like have in. any. They had like uh, Ty Dillinger from NXT. That was a surprise because, but it was, I thought it was pretty funny because he's the number you know, ten, perfect ten. That's something DP called. You could have threw some money on that. Oh that's man, that, that had to be obvious, right? Threw ten on it. Damn it! And I didn't even the know who that hell dude is was. Wrong with I you? I had no idea who that dude even was, and you like, or you were talking about him. I'm like, who the hell is well, Ty Dillinger? They were calling who was coming next, and I got the ten. I was like, well, it's got to be Ty Dillinger because yeah. no NXT guys came through. And I, but I had no idea who that dude even was. The guys had See, no like, clue. Yeah, my brother-in-law's a, a fan. He was telling me about people. So like, you're watching it every day. I don't, don't, I don't watch NXT. I've never watched NXT. I feel like it's actually better. It's really good. It's not better. Oh. Well, it's I mean, good though. It's good, but, but it's I wouldn't not, say it's better. I mean, it's not the you know these are obviously people. In training, I would say like maybe like right now it's not very good. There's a few got few wrestlers that are good, but like last year, or the year before, when it, it was loaded, mm-hmm. they had like Finn, Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. That's in, how it's going to be though. It's a farm system. Charlotte, they bring them up Bailey, and get rid of them. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty cool to see all those people. They're like they're the big you know they're the big names now. Yeah, it'll and take like, it a few years to build back up. They get the next level of people in. But yeah, that's how it's going to go. But like you know, Seth Rollins and all those guys—they all—I didn't watch when they were in there. Not me neither. I just started watching until like 2014 again. Did they put Styles into NXT when he came back? No, no. he came straight to the Fed, right. son. Straight good. in the Rumble. All right, good. Even Joe went into NXT. Yeah, know, that's Styles weird. got pushed straight yeah. through. Styles, which was great. a great move. Yeah. And I don't think Joe should have went. I mean, he's up there. How old? What do you think? A Joe lot of those thirty-five, thirty-six. Honestly, a lot of those guys had no business. Yeah, being in developmental, like they've been wrestling for fifteen years. Yeah, that's like Kevin Owens. But they have to learn the WWE style right. of wrestling, that's, and that's <laughs> that's why they, they go there. You know. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I get it and everything, and I, I'm not in wrestling. I, I mean, when you bitch about it, it's like, well, I'm not in wrestling, so I don't know what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes, man. I don't know what right. they're actually doing. But it's fun to just guess the most ridiculous thing that could possibly yeah. happen, and then it no most then, of the time doesn't. But but when it does, it's like hilarious. Rob, what would your gimmick be? <laughs> I was back in the day, dude. Backyard wrestling. I saw. I saw that. EHW. I saw pictures. No, of that. wait. Well, that was I wrestled for like an independent yeah. KCW. Okay, well, back I saw. When I, was like 18. I saw like pictures of that, and I was like, what? Yeah, dude. My favorite memory. That's of awesome. Rob. We were the WPRR connection. That was oh the my old God. station, me and Doug Diggler, yeah. dude. And I was Eric Roberts, my old radio name. That ridiculous. is great. I think we had two matches. And uh, last match, <laughs> it, was a, it was a tornado tag match. And my buddy Dave, who does wrestling podcasts with me, super kicked me. Remember, it hurt my jaw really bad. <laughs> and I, and I, I messed up my neck at some point. Like, I landed wrong. I, I, yeah, I was can trying happen. To, I was doing like a, I, was, I wanted to do like a, an RVD handstand bump. But, you know, I'm not coordinated not or in RV- shape. You're, you're not RVD. Yeah, I'm, like, all drunk and, like, high and I'm 18. <laughs> you know, he's Rob. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Rob, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I tried to do it. And I, twi- I like, kinked my neck real bad. And it was just – it was ridiculous. It's. I got hurt within, I think it was, like, three or four weeks. My buddy Dave wrestled for 10 years and never got hurt. 
Wow. I mean, that that's it's that's so easy to get hurt. Didn't that's he break luck. both his legs? What's that? Didn't he break both his legs? <laughs> He's dead, actually. <laughs> no, didn't he? No, that was Jordan. Jordan, oh. both his shins. Turn your mic a little bit because it's you can't like hear it real real well. Gosh, like you're a mess. I'm just. You're just. He, he can't hear himself. He doesn't have headphones on. You were just a mess over there. He's a beautiful man. Look at him, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, wrestling is. I love it. I, I'm a subscriber to the network. I have a password. It's not mine, but I have one. Yeah, I it's mean, like right. Netflix. You don't need to do all that. See, the no, is, I have to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Stay. I'm not Keep leaning. See, the oh, thing, wait, we're good. Oh, oh. Whoa, nah, we're all going. good. It's going. It was like my left ear like went, went yeah. numb or something. Things are getting haywire right here. Just follow that mic wherever it tilts. <laughs> Just keep following it around in a circle. But pro wrestling, like, uh, I, I don't know, man. I I get lost in, uh, I want to, like, I think I'm going to stop watching it. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. But then I go back and I'll, I, I, the, the network has revived everything, really. Because yeah. I'll go back and watch the old stuff and I'm. It's amazing. And then I'm like, I got to get my son to watch this. Yeah. Max has got to watch wrestling. I yeah. can't stop now. Yeah. But I don't want him to see anything new. I want to. I want him to watch everything from like 1994 to 2000. Got to appreciate the past to <laughs> to, to appreciate the future. Yeah. So, but, but you were saying about dropping off in like 2001. It was the the time when wrestling could have been the greatest it ever was. Right. If, if they could have gotten mm-hmm. the contracts of you know Nash and Hall and yeah. Hogan, if all those guys and Goldberg and all those dudes could have came in. And even when they did come in later on, like it's still, I think it's because Vince never, I feel like he's never wanted a wrestling company, but he's stuck with it. Like he yeah. always wants to do football or movies mm-hmm. or some other shit. If you would just put all your effort into making it this ultimate I, project. And I, I also feel like going public killed them too, because going public, you have to adhere to what your stockholders want. And if the ratings are down, if the stockholders aren't happy, if the advertisers aren't happy, then you're not. See, like, gonna I th- survive. I think he should have when he bought it. He shouldn't have erased it. What do you mean? Like he should have kept it. What WCW? Thing. Vince McMahon owns WCW, but it's still WCW. But it's still around. And then you could have like rivalries, you know, cross rivalries, like they do it now. He he created his own competition. He has Raw vs SmackDown. Yeah, and it's, it's the, not the same. It, but it, you know, it could it could have been WCW versus WWE for so long. They could have switched it over to the USA Network and had WCW still on. You know, obviously, probably not on Mondays. You know, right. that'd be dumb. Head to head against like, its own product. It could have been on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, Tuesday Night Nitro, and you could have kept a lot of those wrestlers probably. And, and you could have done a lot of run ins and cross promotional stuff. But and, like, then he bought. But he didn't have the talent. Well, at least he didn't have the WCW talent, the, the main talent coming over. And also, the, I think the, the main problem is Vince. When he gets his hands on something like ECW, yeah, he makes it his say. own thing, and it sucks. Like you, you not, I shouldn't say it sucks, but nah, everything it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's trash. Like, it was trash. But you can't like he 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 can't let somebody else hold the reins. Like if he would have let Shane take WCW for real and mm-hmm. run the company, well, maybe Shane, it would have lasted. Shane was, uh, took he. I don't know. See, like I don't know what's real and what's not with when it comes to like who was running stuff because mm. you never really know. But Shane was supposedly ahead of ECW whenever they bought it out. Like, he gave Shane ECW. So it was like Shane and Paul Heyman were running that. But, but it didn't... It, still under it, his roles. Well, no, but it... Wait, hold on. When it came back again, when ECW came back again... Yeah, it was owned by WWE. No, I think Shane was already gone at that time. He had already left 
right? Well, or no, he left in like 07. They bought it. They bought it originally, and they had it, and then they brought it back. So maybe when they brought it back, he wasn't necessarily running it. But when they originally bought it, he was he was involved. But I think he just bought the library because the whole company had yeah. pretty much fallen apart. The money was gone, and there was nothing left. And like he kind I, of had to see, get. See, that's of the thing. It. Like I didn't watch. So I have no idea. But like I see, like the Big Show was an ECW champion. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, it I was think, bad. Yeah, I he, think they just made the belt and put it on WWE. Like that was on yeah. Raw. Like WWE superstars, bad. like were yeah. like they had like three world titles. Yeah, like, yeah. Bobby the, Lashley, Lashley was in there winning. Yeah, that Mike that. Knox dude was. Man, like, Bobby Lashley was one of my favorites though. He's a big dude. Had no, like, he had no charisma though. There was something missing from him. I like popped in, popped back into wrestling in 2007, and for like a good stretch, like maybe half the year, me and my friends like we like started watching it again, and it was a good. Th- it was like a fun thing we did. And then I jumped right back out. And, like, at that time, it was, like, Edge was real popular. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton was pretty popular. Like, they were in the world title mix. Hey, yeah. Edge. And Bobby Lashley was. Worst spear of all time? Edge? Yeah. I, it shouldn't have been his finisher. I'll it tell you was, that much. He's, like, a buck 85. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he doing a, spe- a one-armed spear? It's crazy, though. They made Edge, like, one of He is, like, one of the, like... He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. He played. I never bought it though. No, oh, I was man. never an edgehead. I mean, I, I liked him as like the slimy, with the heel. the rated R superstar. Yeah, when, well, yeah but like the, the tag team edge with Christian. Yeah, but when he won the title, where he was like oh, okay. that, like the rated R superstar dude. Like, yeah, but I liked like when Seth Rollins had it, and he was just ducking out of matches. Yeah, and, like, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. sneaky. Like I liked Edge as that. He was super good in that. He was role. a great heel. Yeah, he played the heel. They don't have good heel like, besides like Kevin Owens and Jericho. Like nobody plays that heel role the way they mm. need to. Like, Rollins was a good one there for a while, and then they like cut his balls off or something happened. Dude. He got hurt. He got hurt, and then but he came back. He, and he came was, back, and he was kind of doing that. But I think you know what happened was Finn got hurt. And when Finn got hurt, they had to scramble. They had to make somebody a face out of the, you know, and he was like, you know, we got to make you a face. And then he started doing the pedigree, and he still does it as his finisher. I don't mind that. Because Triple H, he don't wrestle anymore, really. So like, yeah, but it makes him look like a bitch. It makes him look like Triple H's bitch because he, yeah. like, he should have the curb stomp. First of all, was an awesome finisher, and how that was misconstrued as some sort of like <laughs> banned it because of American History X. Like, what is the reason that they banned the curb stomp? They never cur- <laughs> did. They <laughs> give that reason. The, the only the, move they've ever banned was the, the famous driver because he. The famousers okay though. Yeah, the famousers. Yeah, anything. And, uh, and you can't RKO a kid on the playground, right? right. Like, it's just the goofiest. They say because they don't want kids. Curb stomping. stomping. Stomping on the back of people's heads. It's so like, if like a, somebody's bent over, you just run up and curb stomp gotta, them. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if a dude's laying laying in the playground, like, he falls down, and a kid comes up and Hogan leg drops him. I don't, like, <laughs> or boot what, kicks him out of yeah, nowhere. Like, like what, what are you, you going to do about it? Like, <laughs> like, they're punching each other constantly in the ring. Like, yeah. what do you, it's, I, I'm so mind-blown by that whole concept. That was really weird. And then they give him the pedigree, just to me, said... It, it took him from it just took him down a notch. I don't know what it was, but just because that's Triple H's finisher, and nobody else ever uses anybody else's finisher yeah. as their finisher, and that's what he uses all the time. Like Dolph Ziggler, man, he is so corny. But he could be. I feel like Dolph Ziggler. He's he HBK got, point two. Yeah, but not right. I mean, like he is, dude. He, I, but he's not. He does a sweet chin music, and he and he loves to skin the cat. Loves it. Mm. Huge fan. Yeah. 
loves to pull that move back over the rope. Yeah, pulls himself back up over all the time. <laughs> but like he does that, he does the famouser Billy. Does Gunn. the famouser? He's yeah. like Billy Gunn and HBK. Yeah, mixed together. Yeah, but not over. No, just, I mean, I like I like how he's like bad now, you know, and how he's he's, he's a heel. heel. But will they ever like like Ziggler? Just seems like that just dude. Chair shots. Who's <laughs> they need more weaponry? Yeah, they can't. They're not allowed to with headshots and stuff. You still concussions. Can. You you can see. I, see, I uh, thought about this though. This is a business idea. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping. I'm dropping some knowledge here. Oh, There's got to be a way to make a product that is safer. With with the how much money they have. Oh, with like chairs and stuff. Yeah, like you like can a you can make chair. Yeah, make make them out of like dude. They make foil trays. Yeah, right. That like you know they sell at the stores, and they're pretty sturdy. Like you put a lot of heavy food in it. Like you can make like a casserole in it and stuff like that. So like, why couldn't you make a product made out of that, and you can still have the frame of the chair? Just the actual seat is made out of that. It would. I mean, think about the dent. Right. You know, it would leave a dent. It would Make still have noise. that smack. And I'm telling you, yeah. somebody if somebody gets a hold of, uh, you know, gets the smarts to make that kind of product, because I was thinking about it. I was like, I should just start buying chairs, chair frames, <laughs> and, and trying to. Putting those things in it. And trying to make a product. I and mean, because you can it. screw it still even, you know. You could screw that in. And they're like, they're prop chairs. Oh, I'm sure Hollywood makes prop chairs. I mean, I'm sure if Vince wanted to get they prop do. chairs, yeah. he could get prop chairs. That's what I'm saying. Like, so why? What the hell is the issue? But I like, think the issue is number one: it's a family product. It's PG. True. You can't be smashing can't, somebody over the head with a steel you chair. You can't curb stop. You can't. You can't yeah, chair. You definitely can't. You can't hit with a chair. <laughs> but I still don't get the curb stop. Yeah. Right? Like Randy Orton can still boot somebody in the side of the head. <laughs> right. The the what's it called? The career killer or whatever yeah. he calls it. Like you're murdering somebody pretty much, snapping their neck, and uh, the chair thing, like. <laughs> Little Jimmy hit hit Johnny with a chair last night in kindergarten er, in kindergarten curb- class yesterday. Then he curb stomped him. Yeah, outside. and then he curb stomped him at recess. <laughs> He's dead now. We gave him a stone stone cold stunner, but that actually didn't hurt anybody except for yeah. himself. Right. The only person getting hurt by a stunner is yourself. Is your tailbone? Your spine is <laughs> snapped in half. <laughs> yeah. You're slamming your ass off the ground doing it, but dude. Uh, another reason for the steel chair. So one, the the PG thing, but two. If you bust it out every once in a while, it means a lot more than it happening ten times on a raw. Mm-hmm. Like if you just use it, it's kind of like blood. If they would bring blood out once yeah. in a while, which they don't anymore, but I mean, if they would use it once in a while, it would be so much more over than. I remember watching a, an Attitude Era Raw not so long ago, and the main event was Mankind and Road Dog. Mm-hmm. And Road Dog gave him like a pile driver on a chair. Yeah. Mankind hit him like 15 times <laughs> yeah. with a steel chair. Yeah. They're doing dives in like the a crowd. Hardcore, it's probably like the hardcore belt. Yeah, this is like a, just a raw. Yeah. And they're just doing the craziest crap ever. And I thought, no wonder. Like, no wonder any wrestling fan from the late 90s cannot get back into wrestling because they went to such a level that you can't, especially with the brands and you WCW versus WWE or WWF at the time and they're battling each other and you've got two shows that's going on at the same time mm-hmm. and you've got all this hardcore stuff and like every greatest wrestler ever involved yeah you can't ever get back to that nope. so if you're if you were around when that was going on and you were in the midst of it yeah it does seem soft pretty I much mean, just I feel like I should have quit <clears throat> watching wrestling because it's never going to get better than that that point in time yeah any way you look at it now it seems soft <laughs> yeah steve blackman used to bring a duffel bag of weapons to <laughs> the, the raven used to roll on the shopping the lethal, cart yeah the lethal you know weapon. what i mean the lethal weapon steve blackman. yeah the lethal yeah. weapon he was awesome kind of 
Like, like, yeah, but like, I like his gimmick. But you think about it, like, you don't have too many like people that come out and are just like, yeah, I'm karate. Yeah, I'm like, right. That's a strange. I like, I am karate. Well, Shamrock too, like bringing sticks. Shamrock brought MMA in before anybody even yeah. knew what it was. Like, you knew he was serious when he was like standing on the steps and he punches himself in the face twice and goes in the ring. You're like, that ain't fake. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, he's <laughs> crazy. Okay. That dude's what about up. Goldberg headbutt in a locker and bleeding and, and a couple like, weeks ago on Raw? You're like, that's some real shit. Right sure he there. gave himself a concussion. <laughs> I think Vince was probably mad because you can't show blood anymore. Yeah, and he's and bleeding. Just dripping down his head. <laughs> he's probably losing his mind backstage. But it does work. Like when Lesnar sliced Orton open, people lost their minds. And, that he, was, and that they was do it the hard stuff. way now. You can only break somebody open if it's the hard way. If you're actually really busting them open, they don't if, let blades or I don't know like if that. that was set up or not, but. You couldn't. There's no way I'm taking an elbow from Brock Lesnar for just for that. No freaking way. It was. I think it was. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't there, obviously, but it's, it's pretty legit. Like he said, we're do, we're doing it the hard way. We need to get a reaction. This is what we're doing. And, <laughs> bust, and busted him open. And, and what if he did it though? Like what? Right, total <laughs> accident. Like no, but I mean, what if he elbowed him? Like it just. It, his head in a bust open. He's taking like, another one. Like he's Randy Orton's just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> he's like, concussed. Dude, you hit me so hard. Boof, again. And he's like knocked out. Just keeps elbowing him in the head till he bleeds. <laughs> he's unconscious in the ring. People yeah. are just screaming in the crowd. How do you feel about Goldberg? Uh, I like. He's old. I like the idea of it. He's so old. I he looks love, good. He looks good for his age. Yeah, I love like the, the spectacle. Yeah, and I love the fact that he's gonna wrestle and it's gonna be terrible. Like I know it's gonna be so bad. Like, yeah, I think Kevin Owens, it's gonna be a, it's either gonna be a squash, like just the that, jackhammer, yeah. or Lesnar's coming in, costing him the match. Oh, that's gonna. So that he there's can fight no for the way. Title. See, here's I the really thing, hope like, that is I really hope gonna Owens, wrestle in a match. Like yeah. Brock like, has how, to wrestle. How are they gonna keep? Like they can't keep doing that. That's the anticipation. I want to see how bad it's going to be. Like I need that match. Like, I hope the well, God. What if Lesnar training. just starts dropping pure elbows on him, Orton style? <laughs> just, yeah, but doesn't tell him first. <laughs> like WrestleMania, Goldberg, Goldberg, dies Goldberg leaves with about five gashes on the top of his head. Well, you know Lesnar's going over in that match. He has to, right? I mean, this is like the culmination of the whole thing. See, I think that's another thing too. Is once you get older, like the stuff seems a little more obvious. Oh yeah. Like yeah. when I was calling stuff out of the Rumble, it's like, oh, how do you know? Like, well, because you can kind of tell, man. Like that's why seven-year-olds should be wrestling fans, not thirty-year-olds. Yeah, so I, I thought you were gonna say that's why seven-year-olds should be wrestling. I was that's like, well, why, That's probably illegal. That's why I try to tell people. Be good though. That's like the point I made earlier. Is like some of those guys that complain and stuff. It's like it's not for you. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. You're supposed to. Yeah. Like you, you know. Because you know what is going on in the back. Oh, also, you read spoilers on Facebook, you moron. Like You're not you, doing this right. You yeah, know. Not. Like, like delete your social media, and your experience would probably be so much better. Like, if you didn't see uh-huh. any of that stuff, and everything was just unexpected, you know. Obviously, there's things where it's like, oh, I know where this is going. But there's, totally some, right, there's things that, that are unexpected that happen, and I'm like, Wow. And then I get on there and people are like, oh, yeah, I saw that, you know, three weeks ago. And I'm like, that's your own damn fault. Yeah. Like. You're totally right, though, dude. I had no idea Randy Orton was going to win. It's like it's like reading and a Wikipedia on a movie. What's yeah. that? It's like reading a Wikipedia on a movie and then going to see the movie. Right. Like, yeah. And just like, a like movie well, that no ending idea. wasn't that great. <laughs> like, well, you knew. <laughs> <It's>, so Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what it is. It's, yeah. it's finding out the ending to a movie before you even go see it. Well, I listen to Stone Cold's podcast, and Stone Cold doesn't watch wrestling. 
So when he, he and he doesn't follow it, he says, "I don't even like keep track of what's going on." So when I do watch it, I actually get into it because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. And it really, man, I wish I, I wish I could do that. But when in the age of instant gratification and all this <laughs> yeah. and all the information and technology, like I can't help myself from finding out what's going on. Delete it. I can't. I deleted my social media. I'm two days in. <laughs> I'm so bored. Oh. How do you live with your? I wouldn't. I might read. You. That's that's the point wow. I'm at in my life. See, like, that's I the way ha- to go, man. If I didn't have, if I wasn't doing music, I wouldn't have it. Yeah, really. And that's literally the only reason I I have to keep it is because <laughs> the era we're in it it forces me to create content. Yeah, you get a lot of info. I didn't notice how much like sports information I got off it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, wild. Yeah. Remember, I did a, what last year? Yeah, you did I last year for a while. Too. Yeah. So we started up for Lent. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea to necessarily totally abandon it because everybody's so engrossed in it that uh, mm-hmm. you need to have some sort of association with it. But you have to find a way to back off and not be obsessed. Yeah, because put it, it down. Yeah, it's really because working in radio. Like if I let myself all day long, every day, I'd be thinking about something I could put online because there's so many social media apps now you can just do something on every app every hour and you'd have your whole day filled up and it's it, it, it hurts your brain so I think you, you got to pick like a certain point in time like oh, maybe for like an hour I'll check it out or whatever mm-hmm. and then set it down and try to ignore it but it's it's super tough it's a real problem see I had a job where I was a social media content writer okay and um, <clears throat> like that was I mean it sounds just like it is had to write content for companies and you had to schedule it and stuff like that. So like I had to write a, a whole month's worth of content for a company prior to that month and then go in once they approved it, you had to go in and schedule the post and you had to use like those apps that post on all three, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what got me into, you know, marketing for social media. Cause I was like, I learned so much from that job and I was like, wow, like they're right. Like this actually, this is a, a smart way. This is free advertising. Yeah, or semi. I mean, if you start paying for Facebook ads and stuff. Yeah, like and, well, cash, I mean, that's the most out. expensive, inexpensive way to advertise. Right. So like, once I learned that, I was like, well, guess I got to start doing that like heavy, and take some of their, you know, their ideas that they're doing there and, and apply it with the, with my music or apply it with my music and then, yeah. like, once I started doing that, it was like. Now I'm now I'm like I can't get off my phone. Yep, and I can't get off my computer. Because the second you post something, you must refresh every like fifteen yeah. seconds. Like I wonder if somebody else liked it or commented. Like, <laughs> I gonna look. Yeah. And everybody wants to act like they don't do it, but I mean, you you do it. If you post something, you're just refreshing just to see like what's is somebody know, gonna be yeah. into it. Like I don't un- I don't understand because like I don't know what people see obviously on their timelines, but I know like even if like I have. Somebody I don't really like, but, like, if they post something that I can tell it means something to them, I like it. Just, you know. Yeah. Just give them support. You know. They're like, the oh, hey, hey, I I painted uh, this piece of wood. Okay, cool. It's a nice piece of I'm wood. I'm going to like it. Yeah. You know. Just be just just courteous. To support you. And then I'm, like, thinking, like, I, I post something with, like, a music video that I spent money on and time and all this stuff into it, and it's, like, five likes. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, are you people just evil? Like you like yeah, sleepy same music? Yeah, f yeah. him. I don't really care. How long is him. the video though? That's the thing though. They're gonna see like, oh, is that video three and a half minutes long? Well, I can't it doesn't matter. All that. Don't even watch it. Don't, just yeah. hit just like, like just and like, like pretend that you liked it. Yeah, and just, make me I'm feel good. Sleep. I've 
retweeted your stuff and not read any of it. There you go. I don't even Either. care. I've done though. that. It doesn't matter. I, though. I, yeah. But I appreciate it. Because, like, I see, like, you did it, and well, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. He's spreading the word. That's the point. Spread the word. It's it's yeah. to spread the word. Like, we to get have people... separate followers. Right. When I was doing my thing. Exactly. Sleep was there. I mean, he would, you know, help me out with shirts and, and all that right. stuff. Like, you posted that stuff. I was like, retweet, 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 or like, and share. That's really yeah. how it should work. I yeah. share it should, everybody's stuff on Facebook. Like, everybody. Anybody that has any kind of business, anything that they do, any talent, whatever it is. If I get I, a page invite, automatically like the yeah. page. I'll go and just, because, because I, I would want somebody to do it for me. Right. I understand the importance of it. You know, just one like builds and builds and builds. Like, Today I hit my seven hundredth like on Facebook for for my page. A lot. Oh, nice! And like, there was a time where I was at like fifty two for like a really long time, and like, so that was an accomplishment today. But it took, you know, it shouldn't have taken that long. Like I have, yeah. <laughs> I have like a thousand something friends, and I've had that for a long time. Yeah. People are weird about that long. People are weird about seeing their shit on their timeline. Like people, I I never stingy. I've never (laughs) unfollowed. I don't think I've ever unfollowed one person. Like Mm. even if they're annoying the crap out of me, I'm like, what am I? I kind of enjoy it. Like even even if somebody annoys me or bothers me, I still won't unfollow them because I kind of enjoy just being annoyed by somebody's being ridiculous. Like even if they post ridiculous things, I kind of like it. I, do I don't know not, what that's about, but man, I, I stay hitting that unfollow button. Do you really? You, yeah. yeah, I don't do it. I don't. I won't unfriend you, but man, a oh, lot just of, so it doesn't show up on your feed anymore, right? You won't unfollow the person. Yeah, I'm right. still friends, but I don't want to see the stupid stuff you have to post anymore because there's a lot of people that I'm just like, <laughs> know, man, you are so stupid on social media. <laughs> like a lot of those, like copy and paste this yeah. your status thing. I'm like, oh my god. Well, Snapchat delete so, your social media. You're so stupid. Snapchat right now with the uh, with the if you like me, you'll share this or something, oh like, or God. you'll give me a shout out. It's like it cracks me up. Like why I are give you, you a shout out and tell this? you like how much I don't like you? You're just pissing me off. Yeah, how much you're ruining my day? We should do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do the, yeah, we should do start that. doing that. I don't want to, dude. If this person listens to, it, he's gonna know that I'm talking about him. But I don't even care because you need to fix. I know this. who it is. If he made it an hour and a half into this podcast, you need, to, you need to know. You need to fix this, bro. If you're listening, you need to fix this. You're on Facebook and you're like, uh, it was like a status. It was like copy and paste this, and you know if you. And if you do, I might want to date you too, or something like that. It was something about, yeah, like, dude, the old school. If you like me, check yes. You're like 30 years old. That's not how relationships work. You maybe, should know that. Maybe by not now. for you. Maybe for this dude, though. Depends on the kind of lady you're looking for. But my gosh, like he, he's like, do but, I know? I don't know. God. But like, is is it Danny? Oh wait, he's on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not on Facebook. There was like, or am I? There's like a bunch <laughs> of. There's like an emoji with like a kissy face and stuff, and it was like, Dude. it was like copy and paste this and say, babe, and if you do, like, I might want to date you too. <laughs> and I'm just like looking at it like, did anyone actually do that? That might be means for an intervention. Now, see, I would never unfollow that guy. Because, but that's not I would the just only want to see entertainment. See, like, I want to see it. So like he did that, and then there was like a post. Like hours later, minute, you know, not much later after, and it was like, like the status if you've ever liked me before. Oh my god, it's a cry for help. I'm like eighth grade. Yeah, like I honestly felt like that's why I feel bad calling him out. But like, dude, if you're listening, you need to stop. 
Yeah. No, this That's is a good avenue enough. to do it. Don't call my name, but let them know it's bad enough. It's that bad, man. We like, have to do it over. And like the thing is, like I like the dude. I'm not. I don't. He's a good dude. But you're trying like, to help him, but it's like, dude, you're doing it wrong. That's not the <laughs> way you do it. Like it's not how you. It's not how you find is find a working? lady. Do you know if it's working for him? Is anything happening, Rob? Hey, it's, you never know. You know, I don't. You never still, know. If he's still posting it, it's not it, working. I don't. Maybe know. it is working really well, and he's pulling yeah. chicks he's in just, from posting yeah. it. Maybe he's just reeling them. He's like, he's like, if you, copy, if you copy and paste this, I'm free next Tuesday <laughs> from eight to eight forty-five. I can probably squeeze you in, dude. He, he's My like, calendar's full right now. He's probably just getting like, Jake's yeah, probably he's crushing. He's, he's got crushing like 40, 40 DMs or whatever, and they're like. Oh, I saw your post. That's so cute that you, you know, you seem lonely. I'm lonely too. <laughs> Let's be lonely together. Let's be lonely. And, and that he, relationship works out. And the next week he totally blows her off and posts it again. Right. Or even the next day after he hits He's it. Like, oh my he just God. moves on. It just screams codependence. You told, people to copy, you told people to copy and paste just yesterday. I thought we were together. What the Dude, hell? Dude, I might start a Facebook. <laughs> I got to keep moving. You got to move on, man. You got to find the right girl. I'm yeah. sort of Facebook and just do that. I feel like it is you. It's secretly deep down, that's what and you're posting. That's what you're one like equals one prayer. Right. Oh, my gosh. Pray for me. Oh, man. I did that, though, but I was going to the gym, and I thought I needed them. <laughs> gives you power. I was like, I might not make it. I'm going to need you guys. You okay? know what? I'm <laughs> going to find the next Jesus meme and like that because I need it. I was saying, needing today, like, Facebook needs the prayer button. Like, you have the it like does. and the happy face and stuff. Like, you need a prayer button in there. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of prayers being sent out right now. Yeah, but you know how, you know the outrage that would happen. Yeah. Oh my God. Separation of church and social media, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget about goes. schools. That's when it how, breaks down to social media. That's how Christians pray. What about us? What about just, the Muslims? What about how we pray? I thought you were dropping a Michael Jackson reference right there. What about us? First album you ever listened to, what was it? Like the first one you ever remember listening to? Snoop Dogg. Like the... First thing ever. That was yeah. number one. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. If not, see, I, I'm, I don't know which came first, but it might have been MC Hammer. Damn. Ooh. Same genre, right? Same same vein. Probably like, <laughs> <laughs> like the same yeah. human. I mean, peas and carrots. Eh? <laughs> MC they, Hammer is Snoop Dogg. Dude, it was, uh, I think it was called MC Hammer Graduate, or was it Graduation? Mm, I, I don't or Graduate. Know. I can like think of the song. I can like hear it too. It's oh, like, that's the song. Yeah, it was like that was it was like him in like a gown and in a pray. And, like, I, mean, I know pray, but I don't know. It was like the gown that. and the hat, like he was graduating. Okay, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh my gosh, I, I guarantee if you if you <laughs> MC Hammer graduates, something's gonna come up. I, I can hear. I can almost hear the, the tune. A classic jam. What Mine was, was uh uh. Well, it was Wayne's World, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Nice. So I went out and bought the greatest hits right after that. I was like, I was like nine or ten years old, and that, that was, was the first song I can recall. That was my first one. It was a cassette, Queen's Greatest Hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had a, I had a CD, but yeah, Queen's Greatest Hits first yeah. album. There was that. There was Keller Me Bad. Okay. I love Billy Joel's The Stranger. Didn't too. they? Didn't they have a? What was Keller Me Bad? Wasn't it like? I want you to know I do it all for love. You remember that? That's song? all for love. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the jam. I that was, that. Oh man, that was my jam. I miss I was... that genre. <laughs> that is a good one. There is no MC Hammer graduation song. Damn. I mean, maybe there is. What about high C graduation, graduation song. It was like graduate. 
I remember it. I'm telling you, there is. Mm. MC Hammer graduation time. That's a blog post. Can't graduate. Wait, MC Hammer had a blog spot. Can't graduate or something. I saw this today. You know, CDs were really only around for like 15 to yeah. 20 years. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah, but it feels like it was like our whole life. It was. It was right in the midst of our generation. Yeah. But it was really like from '83 to like 2003. I'm pretty sure that MC Hammer song is is definitely in the Mandela effect. Is what? It's it's part of the Mandela effect, just like that movie Shazam. <laughs> oh, it's not even real. Yeah, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. Yeah, but what I think, is Shazam? It's like I think it did. <laughs> well, the Shaq movie was Kazam. Kazam. And everyone thinks Sinbad was a genie. And Sinbad was a genie in Shazam. But yeah, it never happened. It's not right. Because he dressed like a genie? At he does. Point? That's the thing. He was a genie on all that. Yeah. And that's what wow. I think people... And he loves Silk. Who doesn't? Sin- Sinbad yeah. loves him some Silk. Silk the Shaka. Yeah. Probably. Now, fan. Probably loves him too. The first cassette tape... See, I didn't own that cassette tape. The first CD I ever like went out with my mom was like, can I have that? Was... uh. Well, my mom bought me Orgy Blue Monday. Wow. Okay. Like the single. And there was like... Oh, s- single CD? Yeah. <laughs> it was the single and there was like seven dubstep, seven electronic mixes on it. Yeah. With the original. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of all the same song? Yeah. Like, like I really needed all that. And because uh, I like that song a lot. So she bought that. But the first CD I, I really wanted and I got was uh, The Offspring Americana. Oh, nice. With Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Mm-hmm. Is that the album? Mm-hmm. That's probably why I got it. Classic song. That and uh, listening back, maybe one of the most ridiculous songs ever. It is. It's so bad. And like I got uh, lit. Okay. Yeah, my own worst enemy. Yeah, lit before uh, nowadays. Like yeah, that, the original that's lit, lit right. fam. Right. Like the original <laughs> lit. <laughs> when I said that, people were know. like, "What are you talking about? You got lit? Dude, I get lit every day, dude, bro." That's a great meme. <laughs> Why have we not come up with that meme? It's lit, fam, and just that album cover. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Get has, on that, someone. It's like a one chick of you two on social media. Get back on social media. Just post that. Yeah, like, just to hey, put that up. Sorry, God. Then but you're back look in the game, me. though. I know. Yeah, the social media needs you. Yeah, they probably my fans need me. Yeah. It's really just wrong. Nobody's wrong. The only person. Listen, you have my at least retweets. My retweets went from one to zero now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. So. DP, get back on it. But hey, we when I come back. back, though, I'm just gonna go on a tear. Oh yeah. <laughs> just, you told me that last time. I, mean, I think yeah. last time you were here, you're like, I'm, I'm going on a tear on social media right now. I'd be like, what is this? And then you've abandoned yeah, the, whole, gave it the up, whole yeah. operation again. Yeah. What is this retweet from 40 days ago? Yeah. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going through all his stuff. <laughs> That's what it was. All right, we better wrap this up. It's ten twenty. I have to go to bed. Yeah. I'm old. old man status. Yeah, old man syndrome. I gotta go to bed too. Good I'm to have sleepy. you here, sir. You getting a little sleepy? Huh? Mm-hmm. That's the name. Huh? Yeah, fits the character. No, thank you for having me. Uh, this was long overdue. We gotta do it again. This yeah, dude, I'd love to do it again. It's a good this time. It's real fun, man. I had, a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Good times. A lot of good oh, yeah. time funds. I'm psyched for what all you're doing, man. Thank you. I mean, uh, me and sleep go back a good ways. Oh my gosh, yeah. And uh, it's it's cool to see you doing your thing and being successful and staying staying in your own thing. I appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Yeah, just to keep doing it because yeah. you got to just keep grinding. Like you were saying, man, it's it's so true. Because uh, I don't I, same way with this podcast. Like you got to just keep doing the thing that you're doing because eventually it'll turn into something. Yeah, and if you, absolutely. If you keep putting the time into it, but if you back off and you don't put the time into it, then 
you know, it's one of those crazy things like where you people always stop right before it all before it breaks open. Yeah, you know, because you never know when it's going to actually happen. But you just got to put that time in because, like, uh, if you don't put all the time in, then whenever the moment finally comes for like the success, you won't be ready for it. Right. You know, because all that buildup of all the practice of when it seems like it's meaningless mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and then it finally breaks through, it's like, damn, that was all there. It was, it was, I was doing it all for a reason, mm-hmm. but half the time you forget that's why, why you're doing it. That's why you got to keep doing it because yeah. you know you don't want that you don't want that feeling of, um, you know, what could have happened and what what might have happened if I didn't, and you don't want to not experience, you know. That All the, yeah, that moment of, of it finally happens, you know. That's why you don't give up. Plus, I don't know how you feel about it, dude, but whenever you uh, start rolling on something and then you back off, there's like a, a void that's not filled. And you're like, right. oh, man, there's something I it, – it like fills some part of you that you know you need to like seek that. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, you just – laziness or life just gets in the way or whatever the hell it is you know you just end up that's what happens to me man half the time it's just you get distracted by other things and then you get caught up in other stuff and then before you know it you're like damn i totally stopped on that path that i was on right if you just stick with you don't do a podcast for a month and a half don't do two months no podcast i I mean i have a good reason but it's just yeah it it, don't don't get in the way don't play the kid card like i quit (laughs) i quit for like two days Okay. Like legit, like I put made a, a big post that like I was done. Oh really? And then I went on there and just deleted it. Like ah, I'm back. Because like literally two days of thinking about it and I was like, what am I doing? Like this is why so many years ago I started doing it was because I I was like, I'm gonna do what I set out to do. Yeah. And then like, I don't know if it was just like a bad day or what. <laughs> you know, just, it hits you like there's that. a lot of things that build up to that moment of that day where I was just like, you know what, I should just call it quits. And then you sit back and you think about it. And you're mm. like, no, because then what would you do if you didn't? You know, right. if if you did stop, what got, the hell would you? What would you fill that void with? TV? Yeah. Like I've turned you down know, jobs, like, like good jobs, where like I knew that if I take that job, it's over. How so? Like why would it be over? Because I knew that I wasn't going to have time to oh, okay. do to totally. You know, like right now, I I have time to promote and do as many things as I do online and like every day I I literally sit at a table and I work for hours and hours and hours on my computer I just submit submitting my music and to submit music it's not easy like there's different criteria that they want Mm -hmm. there's different things you have to include like you know and filling out the email it's like sending it's like sending out resumes and cover letters to businesses you're sending them out the record labels you're sending them out the websites you're sending them out the blogs you're sending them out to, to radios podcasts even i started sending them out to podcasts just to get my song played before and after you know oh right yeah so like i literally like i feel like there's something i can do every single day i tell i tell people that like there's a lot of people that don't do anything with their music they'll they post something and they expect some magic formula for them to to blow up yeah exactly and i'm like you know i I try to give people advice and they don't take it and i'm just like whatever you know but it doesn't hurt me because I know what I'm, you know, I'm but, doing me because, like, I, I know I got to do me. And, like, but I look at so many, that that oversaturation we were talking about at the beginning, yeah, there is. But there ain't anybody out there that's doing what I'm doing. Mm. And, like, I say that with confidence. There's not one person out there that is thinking the ins and outs of the merch, that's designing their own website like I did. Right. You know, 
I stopped depending on other people, started doing stuff on my own. There's nobody out there that is putting in the emails, putting in the hours and hours and hours. Yeah, they're sitting there, they're writing a song, posting on SoundCloud. I'm doing that too. Everybody can do that. Shit, yeah. you can do that tomorrow if you wanted. You could become a rapper tomorrow. A rapper, quote yeah, unquote. Can, because the internet Anybody can do that. Because the internet, you can do anything, really. I mean, you can become that thing that you want to become. Right. But yeah. it doesn't mean anything unless you keep at it for years. And, that, and that's why, you know, when I, I did those shows, I opened up for, for Riff Raff, Asher Roth, you know. I always go back to that because those are like, those are like, time like the big milestones Mm -hmm. is the word i'm looking for they're milestones in my career where like yes i accomplished that and people are like how's he doing that like how do you do that and it's like yeah i put in the work that's the thing i laid the groundwork to get that opportunity because you wouldn't if you had not put in the groundwork and that moment came along right they wouldn't you wouldn't even be an afterthought it wouldn't even occur to them like i played that show with with five people right that watched me and I, and I performed like there was a thousand in front of me. And then I played that show with 300 people and performed like there was a thousand in front of me and nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. You know, whenever I go to this bar, to that club, to the older bar, to the Rex Theater, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I'd be at stage AE opening for the biggest rap act ever. Mm-hmm. You're going to see what you saw down at that local bar. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to see somebody that's going 110%. And when I laid that that groundwork in, you know, I have, you know, I have a resume of of this dude goes hard everywhere he goes. He puts in the time. He puts into that. And I and I accomplish those things. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, I hate. I, I I like to be humble about what I'm doing, but like at the same time, like I know, man, I know the hours I'm putting in, and like my my fiance definitely knows. You know, there's times she's like, "Are you done? Like, are you ever, you've been on that? You know." Since you got home from work, mm-hmm. from five to midnight, you haven't left the table. And I'm like, there's something I can be doing. Right. Like, I always feel like, yo, there's something I can be doing. I'll even put it down and go out there. Is. We'll watch a show. And, like, if she, like, takes a nap, like, she falls asleep, I hop back up and I'm back to the computer. Like, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with trying to make it. Yeah, people have a real issue with obsession. Like, it's not – like. It, they have been a problem with obsession like it's a bad thing, which it, it can be for sure, depending yeah. on the thing you're focusing Definitely. on. But the only way to really make something work is to be obsessed with it, is to put in some serious time, to like put in some serious dedication and effort to that thing. Because if you're not obsessed with it, nothing's ever going to come out of it. Like if, right. you're, if you're not like balls deep in it and just that's, that, that's when, you, when you have a spare moment, that's mm-hmm. the thing you think about. And if it doesn't like kind of eat eat away at you when you're not doing it, I mean, it can be kind of a bad thing, and be it can be kind of harmful. But uh, as long as you channel it right and do it with the right mentality, yeah. like this podcast, man. I mean, it's just you got to go in, you got to do it, and it's fun. It's just yeah. like you're doing. It's fun. You enjoy doing it, so you're not doing something you hate to become successful. You're doing something that you love doing to become successful, and it's easy to go get a job that you hate and become successful oh, yeah. at it. That's yeah. that's why they're that's they're there. To get a job, you don't really care about it, but you can do a good job at it. But to have something that you like create on your own and you build, and you know, it, it, because you, I don't know if your wife sees your vision or not. Like uh, my wife, she knows what I'm doing, but she doesn't see the vision yeah. that I see. Which no, I, I don't, you, you shouldn't expect yeah. anybody to. Nobody sees my vision, but you shouldn't expect somebody you know? to because they're not <laughs> in your head. They don't know what. They, yeah. There's no reason as to why they should because you haven't done it yet. 
Exactly. But if you can see it happening, then it can. Yeah. They don't, like, even when she, like, she's like, can I help? Can I do something? I'm like, there's no method to this madness. <laughs> right. There isn't. Like, yeah. there's not. It's like, I'm like a dog out out taking a walk, you know? I'm like, oh, house, house, squirrel. House, house, another dog, you know? That's how I am with music. I'm like, I'm like website, website, oh, blog, oh, new song, new, not, you know? Like, I, I'm all over the place, and it's just... That's what music is, though. Like, as an artist, if you're not doing that, like, Google is your tool as a music artist. You type in submit music. There. I just gave – if anybody – I doubt, you know, some of the the rappers are listening to this that that need to be – to get to where they're going. Type in submit music and see what comes up. But and it's the time. Start going away at it. It's the time. It's yeah. not. It's not. Can I? It's. Are you actually gonna do it? Like it, it, the time is the it is the bitch. And that's what that's what most people can't get past. Yes. Is putting that effort in. All right, we gotta wrap it up because I gotta go to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just let's, let's do this again. Like we should do this again in like a week and just do it over. You know, let's just do something else. You know, let's keep I'm on. See if I can get a mic to work next time. We could choose a set of headphones or something. That'd yeah. be all right. <laughs> you were sounding too smooth. I had to cut you off a little I bit. Understand. I had to, had to try to mess you up. I understand. It was sounding too good. It is. It's Rob Z Radio, not DP Radio. That's, right. That's what it was. Yes. Audio Zebras. How can we uh, get a hold of you? Call out to the Zebras, dude. What's up, Zebras? How can they find God. you, man, if they want to get a hold of you? Um, <laughs> all you Zebras out there in the wild, you can find me. Go to my website. You know, that's that's probably the easiest spot. I try to bring traffic there. www.iamsleepmusic.com. You can also just find me on Facebook. The new name is I Am Sleep. That's that's the, the title. So there you go. Look me up everywhere. Do it. Zebras, peace out. DP, what do you want to say? Nothing. I'll see you guys later. I'm not calling you zebras. So. No, that's cute. Well, that's mean. <laughs> That's brutal.